Hey guys, sorry we've been missing for a little while, uh, but there was a lot of various things. There was school stuff, life stuff, and then computer stuff that made us up. We couldn't release for a little while. Uh, this episode was recorded, I think, two months ago, uh, and uh, I was considering just re-recording a new episode, but uh, I thought this episode was ready for release already, and so I decided to just put it out. Uh, and so this episode, is we talked about stuff that happened two months ago, uh, so apologies if we're not up to date. Don't send us emails saying, yo... I did not know this yet. How far behind are you? We're not technically behind. Uh, I mean, we are behind on this show, just not on the actual shows. So please enjoy this episode and bear in mind that it is two months late. So enjoy. You are listening to episode 37 of Power Ranger. This episode, Calculus Sentai Mathman. everybody, and welcome to this, the 37th episode of Podcast at Power Rangers. 37! My podcast recorded 37 episodes! I don't get it. You're supposed to say in a row. I am? In a row. It's from Clerks. Oh. Really? 37! I have not seen that in a long time. 37! My girlfriend sucked 30... Really? Come on. Oh! Oh, the dick sucking. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty iconic scene. I remember now, I just, it's like, 37, that's a number. <laughs> uh, I slept for four hours, shut up. I'm Nime Sneaky, you may know me better on these internet as Kuhan, and I'm joined, as always, by my faithful cult co-host, Colton Clayton. How's it going, Colton? Uh, that, perfectly fine. Back in college, woo! Yeah, party, party. College, college, party. Oh, um, fun. Anything else you've been doing? I kind of got a girlfriend. That's something. Uh, I don't care. Uh, I uh, recently. I picked, see how this goes. I recently uh, picked. Uh, I I was thinking like you know related to the show, like you know something super oh, Sentai Power, Power Rangers. Yeah, th- that's fine. Uh, okay, fine. I'll let you know if I end up, end up having any phone sex while dressed as a ranger. You don't. You don't have to. You don't have to mention the stuff that isn't related. You just mention the stuff that is related. For example, I recently went to Target to see if they had the uh, the Power Rangers uh, uh, single part DVDs, and they didn't at the time. Uh, they do now, but uh, but I did see Turbo a Power Rangers movie for, for Turbo a Power Rangers movie for five bucks, and I picked it up. I should pick that up someday. It's got the original theatrical trailer and the making up feature. Does it not come in the Does it not come in the box set? Uh, no, Fox technically owns the rights to both movies. Okay, that's, that's so, interesting. So they can't put them out. Yeah, so pick it, it's five bucks, it's not, it's nothing. Actually, I heard there was a double feature set of both movies in one. Uh, I haven't seen that. I didn't see that at my Target, um, or at my Walmart. And also, uh, for DVDs, uh, or the edition of Season 1 Volume 1, it's just plain old Season 1 is out on, uh, I guess you buy it from, uh, you know, uh, what was this? What's the damn place? Time Life, that's it. Oh, Time Life, yeah. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> and apparently, uh, even though I ordered the uh, big season sets, I still get the volumes, whereas the individual uh, just season sets are one case with uh, five discs. Or six discs. I have two three-disc cases even if I bought the collection. 
Um, interestingly enough, I guess this is this might be news, but whatever. Uh, I guess yeah. Let's let's go ahead and, and just and move on into the news then. Time for the news, and uh, I guess our first piece of news is, of course, you know, moving right along is the DVD sets. Um, so yeah, so the you can you can now get the first season from Time Life, and you can look ar- look around at your at your local store, see if you can find season one, part one. I found it at my local Target. Uh, interestingly, interestingly, like I was gonna say uh, in the in the opening, the seasons the season one, part one is uh, thirty episodes with, on three discs for fourteen ninety nine. Uh, also available is our, our Super Samurai DVDs. There's uh, the first four DVDs, I believe, uh, and those are each nine ninety nine for four episodes. Ripoffs. So that's, that's that sounds like a fair num. No, nine ninety nine for four episodes. Like that's more than a dollar. That's more than two dollars per episode. At least this isn't a uh, early anime days. We paid twenty dollars for three episodes on DVD. You can get it for for cheaper on on iTunes. They get it on iTunes. I'm I'm sure the Blu-rays will be you know twenty thirty dollars for for four episodes. Yeah, I but doubt at it. least the Blu-ray is a new medium. Well, yeah, but back in the old days, DVDs was a new medium. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I guess our next bit of news we have a bunch of random Megaforce news, uh, as always. So, uh, so we we know that uh, Master Head has been renamed Gosei because you know original. Uh, we now know that the, the Megazords, uh, are going to be called the Gosei Great Megazord, and we also have Gosei Ground something, uh, I just, what is, why? I, I've actually heard that, but, uh, oddly enough on the, uh, toy, they called, uh, they called uh, the C version, uh, C Megazord. I just, whatever, I, this is, it's stupid. Maybe, like, maybe, maybe they changed their mind before production of toys, or maybe they changed it since writing that, I don't know, it's confusing. I don't know, there, but it's... There's so much assorted fucking news, it's hard to figure out what's new and what's old. I still think calling them Gosei and Tenso is stupid. Like, I understand that that as, in Japanese, the name Gosei makes sense for the character of Master Head, but also, you know what else makes sense for the, as the name for the character of Master Head in English? Master Head! And, and, I'm, in, and I'm saying Ghost of Zordon. But Zordon was the Ghost of Zordon. No, no, no Zordon was uh, Zordon and Tube. No, yeah, but he was basically he was in the time block. He was basically a ghost. Uh, we also saw the we also the, saw the, the ghost of the ghost of Zordon. We also uh, at at Power Morphicon saw the uh, the cast of Megaforce. We didn't see them. We saw pictures of them from other people who went to Power Morphicon who aren't. We don't us. have money. Um, but yeah, we we did see pictures, photos of the cast. Of... Oh, I don't know if you noticed this, but uh, in some pictures, the Black Ranger actually looks like a. Uh, Goshi, the Black Zoo uh, Ranger, Mammoth Ranger. Uh, the Black Ranger, I'm pretty sure, is actually Middle Eastern. Yeah, but we did see the the cast, uh, and uh, we saw the cast of Power Ranger Sam. I mean, Megaforce, because <laughs> it's, it's this it's this. I think uh, so they have they have the uh, you know the 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 middle middle looking white guy with blondish brownish hair who's the Red Ranger. Of they course. have. 
the tallest black guy with uh, with you know he's he's sort of he's, low, he's not too black but he's he's pretty black who's the Blue Ranger. Well, um, it was either that or the Black Ranger. So they have they have the uh, the blonde chick who's the Yellow Ranger. They have the the vaguely minority guy who who is um who is the Black Ranger, and then I guess the Pink Ranger is the wild card who is white again, not not Asian this time. Sorry guys, no Asians this time. Well, I think I'm pretty like I said, I'm pretty sure the Black Ranger is, is Middle Eastern or something. He looks Egyptianish or something like that. So Could be. Um but even though he is that, he still kinda looks like Goshi from Zoo Ranger. Well, I mean, Asia. Oh, it's a little broader than that. And if and if he's from Egypt, he'd actually be from Africa. Uh you're right. Egypt is Africa. maybe maybe Egyptian was uh was inaccurate. Um but I don't know. He could be Egyptian looking. Anyways, uh, so yeah, so that I think is 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 it for the news. Oh, uh, oh right. We also ha- have reports of of Super Samurai continuing to air in Latin America while we're sitting here waiting for the next episode. They've been airing them day to day new episodes for like a week or so to finish it. Oh, we'll be stuck waiting. Waiting on the world to change. Um, the thing but, about this, they're airing it like we aired Mighty Morphin back in the day. One episode every day for the weekdays. Yeah, and that's why Mighty Morphin ended in eight weeks. Just about the fact that it had 60 episodes. Well, no, it ended in eight weeks, and then they had to call more ep- call in more episodes so that they could get more weeks. Oh, yeah, but still. So that they was get four more weeks. They ended up getting 12 weeks, I guess, so... It's about that's that's about the that's about the length of a of a season of you know, thirteen episodes. Um, so yeah, so they've been airing constantly, and we're sitting here like yeah okay, and uh, I guess the the biggest news from that uh, you know, is that we we do finally see Kimberly Crossman as Lauren, and um, and she has a shadow phone. Well, if she's the head of the family, technically she should have the classic. Yeah. So maybe, maybe that gives me that gives me a little bit of hope. Maybe they'll release a Shadow Phone toy, a last minute toy like at the end of the year. Oh, that'd be awesome if they, if they put out a Shadow Phone toy in America. I'd buy that. I you would. Know, like the Samurai toys are stupid. Shadow Phone toys, that'd be awesome. Actually, I'd like all three to sit next to one another. You mean the the Samurizer, the the Gold Samurizer, and the Shadow Phone? Yeah, Whatever. I'm a completionist like that. I'm the kind of guy that'll buy uh, Mobarits, Go Cellular, and Legend Mobarits. But you know what you won't buy is a microphone. Uh, You can buy these nuts. No, you can't. It's a podcast. It's free. Heyo! Check out our podcast, These Nuts. You you plucking bastard. (laughs) Mr. Track, it's never underestimated the stupidity. Or also known as These Nuts. Uh, Yeah, so that's... These may be nuts, but these are shameless as well. That is it for the news. So, uh, I guess now... That seems like a, a short news. We need to, s- Colton. Oh, that's why. That, by the way, is why we are hiring news writers at SentaiRangers.com. Uh, and by hiring, we mean we will not pay you a dime. We won't pay you anything. We're, it's the Huffington Post model. You write, and we take all the credit. Um. So, so uh, send emails if you if you're interested. Uh, to contact at SentaiRangers.com if you're interested in writing news for us. Uh, if you can, you know, if, as long as you're, if you can be up to date on Sentai news and, uh, and, you know, have proper spelling and grammar, as long as, as long as you write the word you as Y-O-U 
and you know the difference between your your and your 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 and there there and there, then uh, there, you've, got there. Good, you've got a pretty good chance. Uh, it, also, the difference between its and its, which Colton does not know. I do know. You just catch me that I'm sleepy. Which I'm, is I'm back in college. I'm on five podcasts, which is literally so, all the time. Uh, so I have to Colton, see two fucking dynamics. Let's let's now move on into Killbusters. Alright, it is time for Buster, and our first episode is Mission 26, Tiny But Deadly, the Command Center's SOS. Enter in a classroom speaking as a teacher, notes that it's their time off, and attempts to make a metaroid out of an eraser, but something goes wrong. Still, the Megazord is transporting, and that causes the Go-Buster to find out about this. Hiromu had dropped his pen, and Nakamura wanted to return it, but she was far too intimidated by Hiromu. So that means it's going to be a filler episode, folks. Her attempts fail, and they confront Enter. While the others think it's a failed attempt at summoning a Metaroid, Eraseroid proves to be a tiny Metaroid, and something catches Jay's eye. While back at the base, several of the Buddyroids prove forgetful, and some data seems to be lost, though they can't figure out why. While they prep for the Megazord, it's revealed that the Metaroid has snuck in on Hiromu's back and was taking the data. They deploy, but are caught off guard due to the lost data, and the Megazord is able to erase the data of how to combine their mechs, and even most of Gorosaki's memory. Gene and Jay show up, but Gene's Russian and Stride attitude gets his mech's memory damaged as well, and he can't combine to form Buster Hercules either. With little hope otherwise, they'll have to manually combine, but not before Go Buster Ace and Stag Jet combine to form Go Buster Ace Stag Custom, with Jay's usual interruption of Gene. Proving effective, it buys the time they need for the staff to calculate the timing on the manual combo, and getting Eraseroid some damage thanks to being used as an eraser. After Nakamoto screams at Hiromo to not distract her. They are able to successfully combine and defeat the Megazord, but learn that the Metaroid is an eraser that grabbed onto Hiromu's back. Apparently, Jay didn't think it was important enough to mention. After several failed attempts to stop it, Hiromu arrives just in time to destroy it. Nakamura returns the pin, the pin. Nakamura returns the pen and apologizes for it taking so long due to fear. Hiromu agreeing, saying she was the one who was scary, much to everyone's shock. Cold. Yes. Uh, episode 26, Fillery Fillertown. I wish we could erase this episode. Really? Did you not like it that much? No, I just wanted to make a pun. God damn it, Colton. <laughs> My life is a pun. I've realized that long ago. Anyways, I mean, the episode itself was fine. I mean, a little, a little harmless character fluff. I mean, it's, it's interesting to see that Metroids aren't as simple as we thought. I mean, you think they all just take the standard, you know, j- robot form of uh, this giant humanoid thing with uh, these powers. Sometimes it can be just a tiny little guy. Which which I, means I'm waiting for the Metroid that becomes the size of a Megazord, and then the Megazord that's just... Holy crap, it's big. That's not going to happen. Yeah, you never know. I never give up. Happen. I know, it's not going to happen. Well, that doesn't mean I'm not going to give up. Anyways, at, at at the most, it'll be the size of power. Data. I I really do like the power choice for the uh for the Metroid, uh, the ability to erase data, which considering you know half their team is robotic, they function out of a very technological base, and even 
their techniques and their abilities to combine are all, you know, data. A, a robot like that can really ruin their day. Yeah, no, it's, that's true. It kind of did. You know, it could have even been more dangerous if that thing had just hung on to Hiromu, gotten into the uh, gotten into the GoBuster Ace, and then let just let loose as they combined. You know, just delete everything. Well, I mean, that's what the Megazord kind of did. Yes, the giant one did, but once you see it happen, once you know you see it coming. But if you have a tiny little guy that you don't know is in there, yeah, it'd have been sure. a lot more of a stealthy approach. It probably could have done more damage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Um. Yeah, I I did I did I did enjoy the the tactic of of the Megazord of of the sorry of the Metaroid uh and the Megazord I guess you know with with the erasing of the data um and a plan that apparently wasn't come up by Enter like Enter didn't even think of it cuz he didn't even know the the Metaroid was working. He's just like, "Oh, I guess it didn't work. Whatever. There's a Metaroid. There's a Megazord coming, so who cares?" Uh but yeah, so so I, th- I thought I thought this episode was 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 pretty pretty decent. It was it was a more interesting villain, uh, a more interesting monster than just oh, gotta fight it, and it's got this kind of special power that makes it slightly more difficult to fight. Uh, and also, we got to see uh, Kuroki do something, which is always fun. Yeah, and it was it was pretty. Oh, it was that's something we should have mentioned on the news. Uh, what? Speaking of Kuroki doing something, uh, his actor caught a uh, a sixty year old taxi driver uh, filming up a high school girl's skirt. So he cha- so he caught him, and then when he ran away, he chased him down and uh, captured him for arrest. That is amazing. Technically not news. Oh, uh, appa- apparently, uh, someone someone actually subbed the video where he talks about it. He even says <laughs> they subbed I- the video. That is great. That sounds that is just like a Sentai fan. It's like, oh look, a Sentai actor did something. Let's sub it. Oh, it's porn. Whatever. In, in, in the end, he, he said something along the lines of, uh, "I guess for that criminal, it's uh, shut down Kanju." <laughs> Kanju. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh man, that is fantastic. Uh, it's not, it almost sounds like that was staged just as a, as a stunt for the show. Um, well, maybe that's just the actor's particular wit, and he just really haven't heard of that because. No, I know. I, I, I doubt they're gonna they're, they're gonna notice if you if you throw someone in prison for that. <laughs> the actor's like, okay, so I did the promotion. What do I get out? Oh, we have to make it look real, so you're staying in prison. What? Well, I don't think anybody would notice the guy not like if somebody posted bail, whatever. Nobody would notice. Even, not even the, you know, like, even the police were fake, you know, like, um, so, 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 yeah, no, that, that episode was, uh, was, was, this episode was pretty good, yeah, Kuroki, you know, we got to see Kuroki do something, uh, we got to see, uh, which is funny, because be- before I watched this episode, I made a joke how I'd like to see a, a Sentai, uh, team based on math, and, uh, I guess we got that this episode, Cal- Calculus Sentai Math Man. Indeed, we did. Apparently, the the, the geeky guy—he's apparently amazing at math. Yeah, yeah. That, I think it, I think he was about to set the paper on fire with how damn fast he was writing. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> and like he, he like tied the headband around his head. It was amazing. I would love to see. I would love to see an entire season of that. That is, it, it, it's it's not it's not just math. It's extreme math. I almost want to do like a thirteen episode like just just like make make a season myself of of calculus sentai math man. I'll be on your team, man. It'd be amazing. It'd be great. I like. I I had to get a you know get a cast and write write episodes, but I'm I'm ready to do it. I've already done calculus I, and differential equations. I'm good. I'll put it. I'll put it on Indiegogo. It'll it'll be like a like um like Jewelry of Family Common Writer. It'd be amazing. Although we'll never be able to live up to France Five. I'm afraid. I don't know. Maybe we could. We we have we have the technology. 
Those French fans, they did the first real parody. Uh, not a, it was a it was an homage, not a parody. Yeah, uh, 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 not ever. Akiba Ranger. That was a parody. Well, that, that was an official parody, an official unofficial Sentai. An unofficial Sentai. Uh, all right. Uh, is it our, is it official our, unofficial Sentai or an unofficial official Sentai? Our our next episode is Mission Twenty Seven: The Reckless Combos Maze Escape. The episode starts off with Enter entering a research facility with an absurd name, looking for something to help out his master, Messiah. Finding a device that allows organic life to grow with technology, he is interrupted by the local scientist. But Enter takes a picture frame from the desk before we transition back to our heroes. Gorosaki is showing off the new hyperspace training devices that he and Jean made in an attempt to improve their ability to fight in hyperspace, which is difficult for humans to even move in. While the training has limited effect, they are able to stand long enough to get their mission. They arrive at the facility, but the scientist brushes them off, not before Jay discovers that he is lying by reading his pulse through a handshake and noting his sweat. Hiromu also noticed the picture frame with a daughter that's damaged, so they decide to investigate. Enter sends out a metaroid called Kajroid to distract them while he has the scientist begin to upgrade Messiah. Jean reveals around this time that he stayed too long in the normal world and has to leave, so he can't be tracked. Upon the attack by the Metaroid and some bugglers, they search the building for the daughter, unknowingly falling for a trap. Ryuji finds a significantly older, now spoiled daughter, and tries to lead her out, while she acts like a goofy teenage girl and insults Ryuji's age, which is, she calls him Oji-san, uh, despite complimenting his looks. The Metaroid delayed them for a significant period by projecting walls over exits, creating a maze. After snapping her out of her constant state of excitement, she reveals a bit of her own past and how to navigate a maze like she did with her father when she was small. They are able to escape and head to the lab, while Hiromu, Yoko, and Jay fight the Metaroid. They are able to defeat the Metaroid while Ryuji saves the scientist and his daughter and stops Masai's upgrade by cutting the cable just before it can be completed, Enter swearing revenge as he leaves. The Megazord appears, a beta type, and projects a dome of hyperspace around the local Anatron container. Noting that they can't create Great Go-Buster without Jin, Jay uses himself as a marker to bring Jin back. They form the Great Go-Buster and enter the field, but it's a trap. Having the power of Cagedroid, the Megazord begins compressing the hyperspace dome, making the effects on the Go-Busters more intense. Noting their training, Jin reveals he has a program for just such a situation, and was saving it for after their training for a dramatic reveal. The barrier seems to disappear after they press their Morphin Braces several times, a blue energy appearing. Having a time of only 30 seconds or so to use it, they quickly go for the kill. With that done, the Go-Busters joke around with one another as the father and daughter overcome their differences, as they realize they care for one another. Aww. Um, Colton, this episode was perfect. Yeah, what can you say? Sometimes, a perfect episode just enters, and then escapes. Escape was not in this episode, which is, might be She's part in the of what made it perfect. So might you know, be part of what made it perfect was the lack of escape. She wasn't in the episode. Exactly, exactly. Uh, there was a, a nice lack, uh, not a nice, it was a, a noted lack of Jin, which uh, would have been nice to have in the episode. But other than that, like, I, I guess they could have, you know, left him in for a little bit longer. Well, uh, there was... they, they at least gave a legitimate explanation. He can't stay in the world so long because, you know, they'll eventually track him down because he's broadcasting himself out there. Yeah, they gave an explanation, but, like, it seems kind of forced, and I don't really... It, it, it does explain why he's always leaving the group and never hanging around. No, it, it does explain that, but it, it seems kind of forced, and I don't understand why he's... 
Like it, it, it seems to only exist because he doesn't want to be there all the time, like the actor. And I don't understand why, because not like he's doing other stuff. I think it's, this, is, this is his only job right now. So I don't know. Maybe maybe, maybe he, he likes to, being paid and then not doing any work. I don't know. Maybe he has a wife and a kid or something. Maybe. But you, um, you, you know, this, but this other, is other than, a other great than that, for Henry. Like he had a chance to really be badass and be proactive. Other, other, other than the, other than the lack of gene, this episode wire. was literally perfect. so close. Yeah, other than the lack of gene, this episode was perfect. I, I'm only imagining for uh, later episodes. I'm thinking even though the update failed, like you mentioned as much, I think it's going to at least have had some effect to where they're that much closer to bringing the side to his next level, you know? Maybe, maybe. Because Anders uh, seems like the kind of villain who gets a little bit of what he wants, even if he somewhat loses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, no, like, like in the first episodes where he was always at least getting some Inatron and uh, setting up some trap that get, lets him get just enough to start building up towards uh, that uh, that new design. This, yeah, this episode it had just enough plot. It had it had some great action scenes. It had a, a, a great uh, it had it had some 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 funny comedy scenes. Had some some good like dramatic you know like like touching scenes. I, I like I think I, I like the only thing like that was that was it perfect about this episode is that it wasn't written by Kobayashi, which makes me wonder like, has, has, this was written by um, uh, Mori, I think, and has he, has he done a season by himself? Like, has he, has he, has he, has he been the head writer on a season before? Oh, that is a good question. What's his name? Uh, Mori, M-O-U-R-I, I think. Uh, it's, it's on the Wikipedia page. I don't, I don't think he has. I th- I'm pretty sure. Um, uh, I think it's Nobuhiro Mori. I might be, I might be wrong. Uh, Nobuhiro Mori, yes. Let's, tr- yeah. let's take a look, because we have the internet. Yeah, we do. We do. That is true. Um, but uh, this, yeah, this episode was was quite well written, and and uh, I think I think you know Mori deserved to, to head write a season. Like this episode was was really good. You know, like like the Kobayashi episodes are, are quite good, but like they, they're they're like really jam packed with stuff. Uh, whereas this episode was it, like it had just enough of everything, and and I it was it was almost perfect. Like it was it was based it was like with. If if Gene hadn't just randomly disappeared because because they had to get rid of him for a little while, this episode would have been perfect. Um, even even if he was gone, like doing something else, and it wasn't just like oh, because because the other thing is that he left just before the fight scene, which I don't get. Like why didn't he leave just? I can understand him leaving just after the fight scene uh, because like they don't even need him. They don't. They only needed him to henchin. They didn't even need him in the uh, in the. Uh, they didn't even need him like. During the fight scene, they need him to to morph into the into the uh, uh, beatbuster and then and then morph out and say, "Oh, by the way, I got to go now." <laughs> uh, I, I I just I wish he was like that 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 first battle scene with the, with the bugglers was it was just really good. Like I really liked that scene, and I just I really wish Jin was in like that 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 you know morph and battle and roll call was just I really liked it and wish and wish Jin yeah. was in that. Is, is is probably my main gripe is that I wish, but like that is such a nitpick is that Gene wasn't in that that one battle is my is my like only major gripe and that 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 being my major gripe with the with the episode like makes it basically perfect. This guy has not had much writing experience actually. He wrote one episode of Kamen Rider O's and then he started writing for Go Busters. Yeah, so and he's he written was... five episodes. Yeah, yeah, he I I, I he's know written that six he's... episodes in his career. Five Go Busters, one O's. He's well, because because he is the um. You count the episodes one. <laughs> he he's been the uh, because like I, that, that's the that's the other episode I've noticed. the The other main writer I've noticed in Go Busher besides Kobayashi is, is Mori. Uh, I think I think uh, apparently most, the third. 
I think I think most yeah there's a third it, it's it's mo- but it's mostly Kobayashi Mori and the third one and the third one is is usually uh fillery stuff I think uh the, the third whoever I can't remember uh Kento his Shimoyama yeah and 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 he wrote uh he wrote 26 too didn't he uh, I don't know I'd have to check um I th- I, th- I think I think he wrote 26 I know I know 26 wasn't written by Mori or Kobayashi but but Mori and Kobayashi are the two the two uh episodes uh, I, I the two the two episodes the two writers I recognize uh, from from GoBusters and Mori's episodes just really good. like Kobayashi is is used to I think doing the entire seasons on on her own Kobayashi is a woman for right? the most part yes um, but yeah she writes ridiculous lots of amounts for shows and she even did that for uh she was even doing Shinkinger and O's about at the same time yeah she yeah, wrote both but, those um, as the main writer uh she she didn't do those at the same time though did she. They're not at the exact same time, but they're like halfway. Like, you know, finishing up, then immediately going to O's after. Uh... Well, Shinkenger ended, then there was half a season of of Double Left, right? Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh... It's yeah, no, it's no way. Shink- GoBusters was during O's and Fours. So... No, GoBusters. GoBusters was during Fours and Wizard. Go Kaiju was during O's and Fours. Yeah, that's what I'm which saying. Means so Go Sage was during was Double. During... Go Sager was during Double and O's, and ah, so Shinkenger was during decade, yeah, that's right, decade, decade and double. Decade and double. Uh, so she, so double. she had half a she had half a season between. But but it, but it wasn't that far apart, to be honest. That's a lot. No, of, it, that's, a, it, that's a very short gap to be head writer on two different series. It is well, right, and then and then half a season between the end of O's and the beginning of GoBusters. Um, so so yeah, though no, she she's she's a solid writer, and and I guess maybe she maybe she was getting a little burnt out from doing all this at at, at, at a time. Well, let's see, she's wrote Shinkenger, then O's. And then Go Busters, all back to back. So yeah, half a season between Shinkender Nodes, half a season between O's and, and Go Busters. So I guess maybe she's delegating a little bit of stuff to other people, but but like Mori, maybe maybe like maybe she just really saw the talent in Mori in his one episode of O's, because like this episode was just it was really <laughs> and good. She also wrote four episodes of Decade, and most of Dino, <laughs> and eleven episodes of Bo Kinger. And uh, which which episodes of of uh, of Go Busters did Mori write? Do, do do can you see that off the off, off your list? I, right I looked at IMDb and. Like damn it, I I know it's a Japanese show, but give me the English titles, so I'll have to make um, a look on a what's it called? Go, go go to the uh, go to the the wiki list yes. of, of episodes. Uh, he wrote Bad Maintenance on Ace, which, which was a good episode. That was a good episode. Uh, then uh, the targeted weak point was uh, Kento's episode. Um. Okay, that was that was pretty solid. Uh, you like going undercover? Was uh Maury's. Uh, which one was that one? You like going undercover. Right. Well, what happened in that episode? Do you remember? It's the one before their day off and after the weak point. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was that was okay. Uh, then he did a, a cooperative operations 3,000 meters in the earth. Uh-huh. Okay. That, that was the drillroid one? While the, the, while the guy one. you called filler guy did my combination Buster Hercules. Which was a, f- which was which was that was the one with 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 uh with uh, what's his name? Oh crap! That was the one with um. Wasn't that the one with... that you said was filler, if not for the robot combination? Yeah, that was the one with Nick dressing in in random outfits. Yes, that was the f- filler with Tom for the robot combination. And then Mori wrote a Trabian summer festival, which was another good one. And then yes, Kento wrote uh, the tiny enemy for SOS. So Kento, yeah, Kento's just been doing fillery filler stuff, uh, and Mori's been doing pr- kind of fillerish like, stuff, half like, filler, half content. Right, like, like I think Mori, Mori's a, a, doing a lot more solid work than than Kento. But Kento, obviously, is fine writer. He's done some uh, funny stuff, and I, I like no, the Tiny Enemy. That was a good episode. The the episodes weren't bad. They were just more fillery than than the Mori. Like Mori, it seems like that like Kobayashi's like, hey Mori, uh, listen, 
uh, just make sure to get this stuff in your episode. Mori's like, all right, I'm going to work it in really well. And I don't like Mori is, 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 seems like a really solid writer. And I don't, I think he, he deserves to have his own season sometime in the near future. Well, he's still new to the thing. So you know, got to give him time. But next episode he... is Yasuko Kobayashi. The episode Beware of Chickens. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Which is right, the Mori. best episode title ever. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're right. Mori, Mori is, 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 is fairly, fairly green, but he's, he's, he's pretty solid. Like it's, he's done really good work. Uh, you know, you could have him as the head writer in the same season that we have uh, Koichi Sakamoto direct Sentai as the main director. Oh my god. That would be amazing. I mean, he got his first main directing job in Japan doing, uh, you know, fours, and he, he did some great stuff doing the action in some of the O's movies. Yeah, no, no, but, but like, by the way, like, the action, like, I, no, like, no knock on the action. The action in this episode was also really good. Like, uh, like, I was, like, I was, like, this, this is just, like, it was well filmed. Like, I am, I am so glad that, that that uh tokusatsu has decided to stop doing the more japanese like i'm pretty sure that that um what whoever is 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 doing the the action direction in this in this in this show is getting some cues from sakamoto or or maybe somebody at saban i don't know but um but like this is this is like well filmed it's not it's not like stupid you know it's it's because because generally generally sentai has has in the past like watching it was crazy watching watching Gokai Drivers Gavin and and seeing the uh, the Gobusters and that because the shots were so sterile and still and just far away and like the motion in this show like the camera following the action it's just it's just so great and the action scene in this episode was amazing like this episode was fantastic yeah well, it was, every it was episode, very, if every episode solid. was like this I'm, if every I'm episode was like this episode like I this episode this show would be perfect and. And I'm sure if every episode was like this episode, I don't know if kids would want to watch it still, but I would want to. I I would want to buy toys to keep this show going. Because... Uh, I, I'm just kind of sad that apparently it's not doing well in the ratings. Yeah, that, that, that's the thing is apparently it's not doing doing too well in the ratings, and I don't know if. But the if toy sales are selling crack apparently. Right. If every episode was like this episode, I don't know if toy sales would do so well. But like, uh, sorry, if if ratings would do so well, but like like this is like it's like it's like Arrested Development. You know, it's like, it's like, this is amazing. I don't know if it'll do well in ratings, but like, if every episode was like, this episode would be perfect. It would be amazing. I would want to watch yeah, it I, I nonstop. Agree. This, this, ep- this and apparently, was, uh, was looking really back, good. uh, for, uh, Sakamoto, he's been doing the, uh, actually directing the movies, the dub, the double movies, the O's movies, and even the new fours movie, Everyone's Space is Here. Uh huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. See, but he has, he done, he hasn't done action direction for the, um, this anything hentai though. Has he, besides the, uh, the one Gokaiger episode that he directed? Or the one at the few. Well, he's kind of been busy for this season because he's kind of been directing twelve episodes of Forza. Right, right. Of course. You know, I expected I expected a director would at least direct half, but apparently only twelve. Well, I, I mean, I'm sure he's like I think head director is kind of like executive producer. So like I'm sure he's he's down there all the time. I, th- I think I think head director is basically the job he did for Power Rangers for a while. Yeah, although he's action director now on a uh, Samurai, which is kind of funny because he directed the uh, two episode Shinkinshu special. Well, he was he was he was um. Uh, uh, he was action director on Power Rangers for a long time too. Yeah, and then he came back to his action director for Samurai and Super Samurai, but he's also at, he also uh, was the director of the episodes where they crossed over with uh, Samurai Sentai Shinkinshu. Right, right, right. Uh, that has to be intentional because they aired at the same time. Right, no, but like what I'm saying is he he was action director for a while, then he was executive producer, and now he's action director again. And I think I think um I think like I think the uh i think i think i think head director well, like the job he's doing right now is is basically what he was doing before like action director type thing um he, he's he's still technically directing some episodes but he's also going to run the show 
Right, exactly, exactly. Which, which, yeah, which, is, a, which is a little more burden, so we can't just direct a lot of episodes. Yeah. Uh, it's not, apparently, you know, head writer usually means just write about ten episodes or so and plot it, but apparently for some people, <laughs> that doesn't happen. Yeah, well, I mean, it, 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 that also, like, depends. Like, Because I, like, I know, like, in America, a lot of head writers are like, we will write every episode. Uh, which can actually be a little better for consistent quality, or it can be a show as constantly crap instead of only just occasionally crap. Which depends right. On the well, well, like like uh like for Legend of Korra, for example, I know the the the, the Brian and and Mike. I can't. I don't remember. I, the last names I are hard to remember and hard to pronounce. But uh, they they both um they 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 were they were kind of happy that that Nickelodeon ordered twelve episodes because they it gave them the opportunity to write every episode. And, uh, uh, did, did, Aaron, they, did they write that ending? They did. Disappointing. It was disappointing, but the rest of the season was okay. Um, you guys did the most disappointing thing to disappointing thing to to a person's career since Austin Bondi. Wait, what? I was making a movie, uh, Avatar. Yeah, but but what was disappointing to whose career? Nothing was disappointing to anybody's career. Everybody's career was probably boosted by that. They actually actually made a actually made a comment on that on one of the recent daily shows at the Republican National Convention. It's like it's like no, it's not rain. I mean, it, it's it's spit and booze. Apparently, apparently the Republicans don't like the Daily Show or the Last Airbender. It was a decent script. <laughs> um, uh, and 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 the other like like Aaron Sorkin also he's um he's he writes a lot of shows. Uh, he wrote The West Wing. He wrote uh, Studio Sixty on Sunset Strip, Sports Night. He wrote recently wrote The Newsroom. And he also, I know at least the newsroom, he wrote every episode of that, and he also like wrote a lot of episodes of Studio Sixty. Uh, a lot of a lot of head writers will 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 do that in America at least. But I guess for fifty two episodes week to week, it's a little bit more difficult than you know twenty two episodes uh, with with a with a quite a sizable break in the middle. Yeah, I, um, I can see that. I, mean, I, I I'm I'm just hoping that uh you know this quality continues because I've generally enjoyed GoBusters. Some people complain that the quality's not there, but I don't see it. I see just a quality show. It's got yeah, some, I, it's, I it's got it's, it's got some hiccups. I will not deny. It's I mean like like it's got some acting hiccups, a few directing hiccups sometimes, and some there are definitely some some weird writing plot like holes that like kind of I don't understand that don't really make sense. But well, that that but, that didn't stop Dino from succeeding. So also Dino, written by Tom, also written by Kobayashi, by the way. Dino Dino was a time really. Yes. That woman is crazy. Oh, um, she also wrote a Kamen Rider Ryuki, all of it, pretty much. Deno was a was a was a time travel show too, though. Which so like <laughs> a time travel a, show, which did not bother to really explain all that well how its time travel worked. Plot holes in a time travel show are expected, though. So. And she also wrote the live action Sailor Moon, and twelve episodes of Go Go Five, and most uh, of Ginga Man, and thirteen episodes you, of Mega Ranger. You mean you mean Pretty Guardian Sailor Moon? Yes. And she, she is a she and, is a busy lady, and she also wrote uh, for several of the uh, Metal Hero series. She is quite a quite a busy lady. She might <laughs> I don't know I don't know if I yeah like, Jan Person was, Blue SWAT Juko B Fighter B Fighter Kabuto. She yeah she wrote both B Fighter and Kabuto. Uh, apparently, I, I, it doesn't list. I'm just going by uh, if it shows an ep- if it shows a show and doesn't show the number of episodes that it's most of her writing because that's what they did um, for several of her roles, but uh. Some of them may list like Agitush wrote one episode, Bokenger eleven episodes, Decade four episodes, Mega That'd Ranger thirteen is... episodes. She wrote twelve episodes. Yeah, well, of Go, she, Go, she, Go, she, she, I mean, of 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 Decade, I'd assume the four episodes would be the Ryuki and Deno episodes, and uh, probably Shinkenshin. And maybe yeah, probably. Pro- well, Since no, she... I don't think she. I don't know. I don't know how the, how that works. But um, well, that, that would that would qualify all the shows she did, you know. Yes, yeah, so two 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 Shinkenshin episodes, one Ryuki, one Deno episode. That would make sense. Um, yeah, she, but, like I said, she she wrote Ginger Man. 
yeah, she's a she's a busy lady, and I think that'll be interesting to see her to see her write the the new Gavin and Mori write the next the next uh, power the next Super Sentai series, and this will be this is uh, I'm excited to see this in the future. So apparently, uh, she wrote the U- the the first Yu Gi Oh movie and uh, one of the ta- Digimon Tamers movies as well. All right, so now now that we're just talking about somebody's IMDb credits, let's let's move on uh, into and of course she wrote the uh, the the Go Busters movie. Let's. I'm gonna pitch it now to you and Pez. I'm gonna say say goodbye for a little while and and say hello to to Matthew Munoz, Comrade Pez, uh, for the Comrade Corner. <laughs> Yes, thank you, Kuan, for helping me to carve out this here Common Rider corner, and for lending me Colton services, too. All right, Colton, let's switch on. Gamo arrogantly returns the Forza driver to Gintaro, telling him that it's a memento to remember his friend, Kengo, and that he should go ahead and use it to save whoever he wants to. And he leaves, uh, he and Tatsugami both leave the rabbit hatch, the locker, and see the writer club sitting outside, or standing outside of the uh, hallway, and he tells them, oh, uh, yeah, my new term starts tomorrow, school term. And, uh, you know, thank you guys for the soup you helped me put together. It's on the menu now, and that's great. And he asks them to please try it out. Back in the, uh, rabbit hat, Ryu saying Gintaro escape, but not before saving the Kamen Rider Club flag. The moon base completely explodes, or, and is totally destroyed. Also, part of the school explodes. I'm assuming that it was linked with the locker, which looks like it was left open. It's nighttime, and the Rider Club are all kind of, uh, remorsing over the loss of the Rider Club and Kengo in a classroom, and Yuki brings out the letter from Kengo, and she reads it. It says, My friends in the Comrade Club, if you're reading this, I'm not sure what will have happened to me. I may have left for a distant galaxy as the core child, or, in the worst-case scenario, I may have been eliminated by Gamo. All the more reason for me to tell you how I feel. Yuki, your cheeriness supported me in my mission. I could have never completed the Forze system or the Astro Switches without you. Also, I'm glad that you can finally cook some normal food. To me, he says, President, I hope that you can continue to be as great of a success as your pride warrants. And Daimonji, it might not be for me to say, but you're the only man whom I think is worthy of our president. Jake, you and I had certain things in common. We try to protect ourselves by hiding how we truly feel. But enough of that. You're plenty strong already. Nozoma, your instincts helped me out greatly quite a few times. You also learn how to interact with people by joining the writer club. I hope that you cherish what you've learned. Sakuta, I would have like to have talked with you more. With your concern for your friends and your direct nature, please protect Kentaro and the Rider Club. And to this, Ryusei starts to break down. And Kisaragi Gintaro, you are my best friend. The way I feel doesn't change whether I'm on the opposite end of the galaxy or gone altogether. I can never say this enough, but I want to say thank you. And lastly, if Gamo has done away with me, please don't hate him for it. At this, Gintaro is shot. Hatred doesn't suit you all. Kengo continues. Make sure to stop him, but please don't hate him for what he's doing. Please show him the light. I know that you can do it. Kentaro beats his chest twice like he usually does and says, Kengo, your words have sunken right here. Osugi is trying to explain to the faculty that Gamo is a bad guy and that Kentaro's been fighting off 
the Zodiacs and the kicking glasses lady teacher who was, I don't know, Hurricane Blue, I believe, uh, comes in and tries to rebuff his statement. But then, yeah, the teachers still don't believe him. Uh, Mr. Bad Boy, um, the guy whose son was the uh, Cerberus Zodiac, I believe, or the Canis Major, and one of the two, uh, he um, doesn't believe him either. But Donald goes ahead and goes over the intercom and basically comes clean to everybody and says, you're going to be dead in an hour. Thanks, schmucks, and enjoy the rest of your life, as short as it's going to be. After Gamma finishes giving his message, um, Gintaro finishes up a bowl of that uh, nice veggie stew and goes up to the writer club on the roof and says that he and Ryusei are going to go face Gamma and that he has a job for the rest of the club to do. He and Ryusei go off and do a simultaneous henshin while on their bikes. They head towards the epicenter of uh, the dark nebula that Gamma's trying to ascend into. Leo protects Gamma by sending out his dusters, uh, only two main dusters, the red and white, and the rest are standard dusters. The common riders actually use their bikes uh, for a change and uh, fight off the mained and non-mained dusters with them. Leo warps over to Ryusei and knocks him off of his bike, and Ryusei tells him it's time we settle. Gintaro uses the S1 switch to go ahead and attack Gamma. Gintaro tells Gamma that uh, Kengo told him not to hate him, so he's going to knock him on his ass instead and uh, become friends with him. Sagittarius is in his supernova form, and he and Gintaro have a pretty cool fight. He even pulls out the Sagittarius punch. Supernova Sagittarius overpowers electric states, more or less, and even uh, fire states. <laughs> Sagittarius tells Porze to know his limits, and uh, Gintaro responds with, When you're young, you have no limits. Leo blasts Meteor Storm with some fire, which uh, Meteor Storm, the henchman of Meteor Storm, absorbs and shoots back at him, and uh, Ryusei knocks him down. And he tells him, You said you don't care what, about your life as long as Gamma gets what he wants, but not me. I'm going to keep living on with Gintaro and the friends I made at Amanagawa High School. And he tells him, Someone who's given up on life can't possibly beat me. And he goes for a limit break. And Ryder kicks Tatsugami, dehensioning both of them. Uh, Killing Tatsugami. He gives him one last, um, my fate is mine to decide, and that's why I beat you. Tatsugami, uh, cracks his walnuts and disappears into smoke. Back to Sagittarius and Forze. Forze is now a cosmic state and hits him with the finisher. Sagittarius knocks his sword out of his hand, but he delivers an awesome punch, knocking him down. Gintaro tells, uh, Sagittarius that Amanagawa High School is the galaxy of their youth, and the two of them do their kicks at each other, hitting each other. Sagittarius is flat on his back. But Gintaro has his sword and he's ready to do his limit break. Gintaro warps them into the uh, gym, the basketball gym, and he dehensions. The writer club has set up a banner thanking Gamo for uh, a graduation banner, thanking him for their uh, for all he's done for them, making them who they are. And uh, Yuki begins by saying, uh, "Today we'll be graduating from your influence." And he asks, "What are you doing?" And dehensioned uh, Gintaro goes and attacks Sagittarius. And unbelievably, uh, Gintaro is beating him one by one. When the writer club steps up and gives a breakfast club bell ending a little speech to Gamo, thanking him for all that they've done, that by greeting him like a Gaho school and putting them all together, that they were able to grow together and become friends. Talking about the unity that they have together, and Gintaro, in the meantime, is beating the crap out of Sagittarius. Gintaro goes to Henshin again, and they all do the uh, three to one countdown with him. Forze Base States does his uh, rocket drill kick and unleashes the Youth Galaxy Mega Ultra Hyper Drill Kick on Gamo. <laughs> Sagittarius, rather. The Rider Club cheers him on and he goes through Sagittarius and the Henshin's announcing that presenting the graduating class is uh, Kisaragi Gintaro. And Ryusei sees that the Dark Nebula has closed, and Gamo the Henshin's and is uh, beside himself. He can't believe it. 
And Tara tells Gamma that Kengo and Utahoshi both would have wanted him to become, wanted them to become friends. And Gamma takes his hand and they friendship. Gamma appears to be dying and he asks at the writer club to seek out the presenters. And Gendara promises they will. And they bow as Gamma walks off, apparently to his death. And we see that he was the boy uh, who heard over the radio the moon landing in Sixiran and is regretful that he couldn't keep his promise, but happy that his students will be able to keep that promise that they'll be going. We jump to some time later, and Gen's about to throw away the letter. Kengo comes and stops him, and he's got his keychain and everything. He explains that he woke up in his room, and Kate explains that Gamma must have uh, repaired the core switch with Aquarius and brought him back to life. So I guess it's the next day. So he doesn't appear to be the core child anymore, and Kengo, uh, Yuki, Gentaro vow to go meet the presenters at some point in the future. And the faculty assembles and says with the chairman and the principal gun that they're all going to have to work harder to um, run the school, and uh, O.C. Suspender slaps himself silly. Jake and Nizomo are telling Ryusei goodbye, and he informs her that he does not have a girlfriend, and she begins to uh, blush, and pink smoke comes out of her. And Jake is also very excited about it. Shun proposes to Miyu, but Miyu is dazzled by... Uh, <laughs> Samarato uh, and his large wizard ring. Ran and Haru come to visit the uh, rest of the Common Rider Club, and it appears they've redubbed themselves the Space Common Rider Club. And Gintaro <laughs> says the next time they're going to meet aliens. Alright, so now it's time to drill down into this episode. I generally feel good about the episode. I mean, I can understand why some people might not, but for me, it was fine. I mean, it was fine. It was fine as a finale, or it was good. How do you feel it closed off? What were some high points for you? Oh, I, I just, I just, I definitely love, for example, the uh, what we find out was the last thing they filmed, uh, the scene where they uh, read uh, Kingo's basically will at that point. It's kind of his uh, last farewell letter. That that was a touching scene, and the fact that it was their final scene, that was, those probably were real tears. Oh, I didn't realize that that was the actual last thing they filmed. That's cool. Yeah, they even had Kingo there reading it on set. He didn't need oh, to be there because, you know, his last scene was already filmed, but he wanted to be there and read it anyways. Oh, that's awesome. So just imagine how touching that is when you're basically saying your farewells to people you've been friends with for the past year well, on camera. That, that's probably going to lead to some pretty real emotion. Yeah, definitely. You hear about people getting close uh, and the big rap parties they have and everything to have a send-off because they're probably never going to see each other. So I'll, I'll go ahead and tell you a couple things that I really liked about this. Indeed. I felt like it was a... Fairly decent conclusion, but first I want to talk about it as an individual episode. Uh, I love how um, how everybody kind of manned up. That Gintaro really took charge after hearing Kengo's letter and hearing Kengo's charge to not hit Gamo. He decided to take it another direction, and he fairly quickly came up with that plan to do the little graduation from Gamo. And you know, I, I really like how he told the club, you know, you guys stay behind. Ryusei and I will go ahead and take care of uh, the chairman and i thought the fight the fight between ryusei and leo was great and i also thought the forze uh, sagittarius fight was awesome and i loved that sagittarius was already in his um supernova state and that he didn't have to you know switch up into it i i, I really did like uh just how it how it all looked and uh it was basically a fight between two common riders kind of like ryuki yeah, I I love that too. Uh, I really, especially with the rider kicks, and they were even doing the punches at each other. They really seemed like they were equal. Oh, and, and how about the, the, what was basically the double rider kick? Oh yeah, yeah, that was beautiful. You mean the uh, rider kicks yeah. going I against mean, each other? Yeah, I mean his wasn't right? really a rider kick, but you know he looked like a common rider at that moment. 
Well, I, I think if you take... <laughs> I mean, his kick that, literally looked like um, it came straight from Ichigo. No, I, I totally feel that. And if you take the fact that, um, you know, Rukoro, Utahoshi, um, and Gamo basically took the same exact power sets and, you know, derived them in two different ways, um, then he kind of is an you know, you know, I've noticed that's actually been a theme for the last few Kamen Riders. I mean, O's, they had, everyone was using the core, me- the core metals, and uh, Double, everyone was using the guy, and they were just using them in different ways. Yeah, I think they, they really pulled it off well, especially in this, and I like how they show you that. I don't know how it was in in double with um museum or whatever uh, that is that right museum? uh they, they had they had they had the and museum the, yeah uh, with, the, with the family who uh all fought together okay yeah i was gonna say though i really like how in this it's directly you know two guys who were associates were both working on you know something that was very similar and they went in to- you know two total different directions and they become the heroes and the protagonists respectively their, their bodies of work um you know are, well I, I won't spoil it for you but you definitely need to see double i think you'll enjoy that one I just started uh, downloading it from uh, a certain website where people can find things. Well, fan- to to DL. Well, fantastic. Then we can always just uh, later on do a topic on a oh, double. I'd love to. I'm trying to get Nime to watch it. It's like, you know, it's great. It's like, don't watch Dino first. Watch Double. <laughs> why is he starting with Dino? Because it, it was for some reason the most popular thing ever, so he wanted to know why. Oh. And I'm like, I'm like I couldn't get through much of Dino. It, it, I see where they're going, but... I much prefer Double. Double is awesome. I, I I can't wait to see. I know in the movies oh, it's it, great. It, it, it's, it's definitely so far been my favorite Kamen Rider. Okay, so, yeah. We we should all watch Double if we haven't. Um, but beyond that, uh, you know, getting back to this episode, um, you know, what did you think about the uh, final fight between Leo and Ryusei? Or Meteor, whoever. Oh, oh that was a great fight. I mean, it was, it was really nice to see them fight in suit and uh, even pulls out the uh, a new uh, Max Power version of his finisher. Kind of like, I guess, Gintaro did when he just threw the switch multiple times to get yeah, a power Yeah, that, that was definitely... Uh, I was shocked by that, and it was kind of a, you know, kind of out of nowhere, but I buy it. I, I definitely think that was kind of cool. I mean, they, they, they've, they've done some pretty interesting stuff, I think, with the fights and everything. Yeah, I mean, they certainly looked great, and... It's funny, there. I don't know, did you feel like there was a lot of meat on the bone this episode, or, or was it just kind of barely there? What's your opinion uh, on that? I think they had plenty in the episode. It, it, was, it was good for me. I mean, yeah, I mean, it may have not been the most perfect wrap-up, but I think they could have done a little more, but, you know, they ran out of time, and that just happened. I mean, there was the Olympics that interrupted today, there's always the golf tournaments that somehow interrupts the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Kamen <laughs> Rider's been getting screwed in time lately. Yeah, I hope that stops happening. But I think with their time slot, it's just inevitable. <laughs> but yeah, it's, yeah, sometimes the time slot just before never gets interrupted, it seems. Mm, they did, GoBusters did at least once, so. Well, once, but relatively speaking, I mean, you compare, like, a, go back to a GoKaiger where they had 52 episodes or everything. Right, yeah, that's true. Uh, what about, um, did you... Notice that they completely dropped the plot line of whatever happened to Gintaro's parents and whether or not they were special uh, at all? I know. I was so expecting for the last episode reveal of Gamo to be Gintaro's dad. Yeah, I mean... That, that, not, would, that right? would have been something. It would have, it would, it, and, it, and their parents being friends, but then one father more than the other. And it just kind of sounds like the kind of twist they would do. I mean, because usually with a comrade or protagonist, the hero is... A, there's something different about the hero. That's pretty much standard. I mean, they started off as cyborgs. I mean... Have you seen O's? Uh, yeah, a little bit. 
if you see if you see if you see towards the end, he seems normal at first, but by the end, yeah. For Forza, not so much. I mean, decade yet the guy traveling through the dimensions. I mean, you just keep going back, and every single hero seems to have something weird about them. I guess I guess Kango counts for this part. But yeah, I, I would say so. <laughs> but but generally speaking, I, I don't even want to spoil Double Three, but that was a good one. Although I won't, and I won't spoil who's the special one either. Okay, well, that's because fair. because of double dish too. It's not right, not right. that simple. But yeah, they they do some really amazing things with that, and I'm just surprised they didn't give Gintar anything special like that. Yeah, that's really weird. I mean, he's I, I, f- I mean, I guess he's got friendship as everything. I can overcome anything. Yeah, which is kind of weird, but well, they they did say that they they changed this idea after uh. After the whole uh, disaster, so uh, they wanted a hero that everyone could be upbeat and everything, so they probably didn't want to bring anything too sad into the background. Oh, okay, that's interesting. I hadn't heard that. Yeah, it was mentioned in one of the uh, journal things after the show ended that uh, when they first planned the show, it, the disaster happened and they had to rescrap everything because they wanted this to be uh, the first hero that brought smiles back to children. Okay, well, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, and I think it was definitely an upbeat, very hopeful show. It's just... It's too bad it had to come at the expense of, um, you know, some more interesting things, potentially. It's not the first time that's happened. I mean, look what happened to O-Ranger. That thing was a chaotic mess because of uh, the sarin gas attacks in the Japanese subways. Because mm. they, they were going to do a, a totally dark thing, just dark, but then that happened, and they're like, well, we can't show, like, you know, terrorists attacking Japan when we just had that happen. Right. That's kind of awkward. Uh, I have a question for you about it. I don't feel like the series adequately explains itself. What's your opinion on this? What do you What do you think the forced evolution means to a person's humanity? Is it lost at all, or how's it affected? I'm not sure if it's lost at all. I think the problem is that he ended up damaging damaging their bodies, which isn't noticeable for most of them because you know they were taken out all quick and stuff. But for characters like uh, Gamo and uh, you know Tatsugami, they they both were using the switches the whole time for the longest time. Their bodies just gave out after they were beaten. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I, but I, I was wondering even, like, about, like, a sense of morality or right and wrong. Like, we're... Well, it, it doesn't seem like they're completely irredeemable because, you know, they they fixed their problem. I mean, Ga- Ga- even Gamma redeemed a little at the end, even if he died. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I felt like... I, I was really tepid about the idea of him having redemption, but seeing the way it happened... It works for me. I, I really like. He, he, he still got his punishment. He didn't just get away scot free. He, he he redeemed, but he also died. Yeah, so that makes me happy. I feel like it's an even trade for everything that's happened. And I love the fact that um, Gintaro was able to get through through to him by having you know all his friends do their little spiel while he was beating him up. Exactly. Did you like uh, Did you like Gintaro fighting him out of uh, out of the suit? I think that was a nice touch. I mean, he probably shouldn't have been doing as good as he did, but we can just assume it's uh he, he's got the heart right now. He's in the right mood. He's got the eye of the tiger. He's just you know into it. I'm gonna go ahead and assume that it was um it was the power of friendship, honestly, and I, I think that's <laughs> perfectly fine. With the, with the show, I mean, that's the theme of the show, right? And and people can gripe about that being like a Deus Ex, but um or Deus Ex Machina rather, um, but I don't have any problem with that. I think it totally works. I agree. I thought it was a perfectly fine way to just end things. Uh, I had another question for you. Um, okay. Uh, okay, yeah, here we go. How did the Zodiart switches rapidly warp most kids beyond the point of no return, and yet Gamo basically repented at the end? 
Is it just that, he that, got beat up enough, or it was the power of friendship? What, what are you thinking? That's just the thing. I, I don't think anyone was really beyond the point of redemption for the most part. I'm saying for the most part because <laughs> there were a few instances where that was very questionable. Yeah, cancer. Yeah, he was he was just a douche. There's, there's yeah. no getting around that. And there, there's no real chance of redemption for the principal. He got vaporized. Yeah, yeah, he's out of there. And uh, Tatsugami really didn't have a chance either. He was uh, just straight up killed by Meteor. Yeah, which, that was a beautiful touch. <laughs> if I was him, I'd have just thrown, my, throw the, thrown those nuts at him before I went down. You know, I, I, I was... It's like, stop I saying your that. damn catchphrase! I know, I love that scene, and it was a good death, but why did he have to crack the nuts again? That was just, I, I thought that was stupid. <laughs> maybe as a, maybe as a, maybe as kind of like a tick about that or something, or some kind of OCD. Like... <laughs> maybe, but it just, I don't know, it threw me off. It was like really, really, uh, you know, I hate to say it, but it was, uh, you know, an epic moment, and then he cracks his nuts and then falls over. <laughs> he is the nutcracker. <laughs> Um, he, he was actually pretty good. His actor's actually a pretty good martial artist. Apparently, he helped a lot of the stunt work. Oh yeah, he he's great. I I read that he was a suit actor for he wasn't Reds. So I think he could have been a couple metal heroes. Is that right? I'm I'm not sure, but he he has a pretty legitimate career um, at his back. So it was cool. It yeah. was cool that he got to be a a face actor this time. Oh, we might see more of him later. He, he made for a good villain. I also agree, I also said that with Gamo as well. I thought he was a pretty cool villain. Yeah, they, yeah, they definitely. These I enjoyed these villains a lot. He he went he went from being just your uh, your nice superintendent helper out of the school to being deathly creepy, like in that one episode where he was cooking. Yeah, yeah, that was really creepy. I, I like the callback to that in this one where he says, "Like, oh, you guys helped me make this, uh, you know, that soup that you guys helped me make. You should go try it, you know, before you die, because I'm going to kill you." <laughs> Yeah, that was a great scene. It's like, yeah, uh, before the world ends, you know, I I put the the soup in the lunch. It made it just like you to help with. Uh, I'll be making my farewell speech tomorrow, and then you all die. So yeah, yeah. He, at least he has a sense of humor about it, right? A little. It's it's just interesting to see like how he was basically speechless by the end of the fight about how insistent he is on friendship. He gives that look of you can't be serious. Yeah, and I love how he asks him, "What are you?" <laughs> That is a that is a good question. You know that that I would have accepted the twist that guitar was in, was one of the presenters or an alien or something if he did pull, with all the oh, stuff he pulled because it's like that would have been beautiful because that man is clearly not human with how forgiving he is. Yeah, and I like uh, I guess the movie that's coming out the uh, Come on Everybody It's Space Time is going to be the it's going to have it takes place after the after the show right? Uh, actually no because Gamo's there and. In fact, I, from what I know, all of the uh, zo- these, uh, the horoscopes appear. Oh, you know what? Yeah, you're right about that. You know what? Then that kind of bugs me that the last line of the show is next time we'll make buddies or we'll make friends with aliens. And it's like, well, yeah. didn't you already do that then by the movie? Uh, y- you could argue that he means those specific aliens. I suppose. Or just more aliens. And I'm also, I'm also waiting to see uh, the fusion states that we saw the preview of. Yeah, that thing, that thing scares me. But it should be interesting. I'm still disappointed we have. I'm still disappointed that we haven't gotten a. We didn't get to see a uh, drill states for Super Three. Super Three. Yeah. Oh, okay, right, right, from the team up, right? Yeah, or Comrade Across Super Sentai, where he uses Super One and Super Three and the Go Busters mech to give him giant drill arms and or giant rocket arms and giant drill legs. Right. When when is that coming out? We need, I, that needs I, to I, happen soon. Uh, we need to look this up now because I've been wanting to know that for a long time now. It's like that is what I'm living for right now. That crossover. 
I, yeah, that should be exciting. I I I, I just love crossovers. I, I love the, the 199 movie for Gokaiger. I enjoyed some, maybe some of the Comrade crossovers, though. I feel like, unlike the Sentai ones, they seem to care a little less about continuity. Yeah. I, and that one, that's just like, hey, let's get back three or four guys. And versus in those things, like, let's get back everyone possible. Yeah, those are definitely fun. It, it just definitely shows the difference between the two teams when you see uh, uh, Decade versus Gokaiger. I liked both, but I think uh, for uh, anniversary-wise, I think uh, Gokaiger did better. They, kept, they replaced most of the actors, with a few exceptions. Right. Although they did bring back Black. Yeah, that's really cool. I, I, um, I gotta finish watching Decade so I can see that. Oh, and the crossover with Shinkinger was awesome. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm still um, Shinkinger uh, unfamiliar, so I, I'm sure it's great. I've heard it. Oh, well, you know, there's, it's just they're waiting for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so for for Forze, outside of this, it's just that that movie, and then you know, of course, it'll appear at least in at least one movie, Mega War, the next one. Right. And we, yeah, I'd like to see him in a, in you know one at least one after that, so two. Uh, probably probably wars. more, but at least. Uh, and how about the uh, ending where we got to see uh, <laughs> we got to see Wizard? Oh, that was awesome! I love that, um, especially because I've uh, I've been rooting for Shun the whole time to win back Mew, and I love that you know he presented this big ring and then she gets distracted by uh, Haro. That Wizard's ring walking by with his big ring. That was pretty awesome. I I really like. Uh, I I didn't see the end of those, but I heard that there. I think Kengo and Yuki were in it, like throwing. Throwing around switches or something, right? Oh, yeah, they were walking with switches in the background at the end. Okay. See, I like that subtle little thing. Like, and, and, the wizard... and, and in the movies, of course, they always do the the bigger crossover. Where like, uh, I, in Decade's, uh, or I mean, Devil's movie, uh, yeah, first there was Decade. That's the first one I saw. Where during the movie, uh, we get to see Double, where uh, each he's facing half side, so the villain says, oh, he's a green rider. But, and then Decade's like, no, he's a black rider. And then he turns around and he's split in half. Oh, that's cool. And th- that has been a cool reveal. And, and then, in, and then in Devil's movie, uh, in the middle of a fight, they just see a uh, little coin roll around, and then here comes out Edgy just running around. It's like, hey, could you give me that? Sure. It's like then he transforms into O's and helps fight with them. Oh, that's cool. I, I like the uh, Twenty One Core Medals movie where Gintaro just shows up out of nowhere. I'm gonna be the guys who be friends with all the common writers. It's like, of course. Oh, I, I like the. I liked it. It was a it was a cool little uh, preview. And apparently for this new movie, uh, Fours is just fighting all of the Zodiarts when Wizard shows up. So I'd let him go on ahead. Yeah, that should be cool. I'm I'm really gonna enjoy uh, seeing him in action. And I know that's gonna be next week. And then we'll have to wait for the movie. He, he's like, I'm Wizard. It's like, are you a commentator? It's like, sure, you can call me that. He didn't know what a commentator was, but he's like, okay, I'll go by that name. Yeah, that's funny how they're doing that more in the modern ones. It's it's nice to have... They're admitting that they're doing the crossovers and that everyone enjoys it, so they're just... More and more as things go on, they're trying to kind of integrate little things here and there. Right. Like the upcoming Gavin crossover with GoBusters, coming soon. Yeah, that's that's exciting, too, but for another time. Uh, that's another section of the show we're getting off topic. Yeah. Uh, do you have final thoughts? I really enjoyed the show. I mean... You can argue what you will about uh, a show being upbeat, but I, I really enjoyed the spirit of the show. I liked the actors. I liked the suit. I mean, I'm studying being an astrophysicist. I love space. It, it was a really nice nod to the space shuttle design with the uh, with the way they with the way they uh, cover the ship so you know it can resist heat. They they used a very interesting variety of powers. You know, the the creation of the forms is pretty cool. And of course, we at least got to see that the switches didn't go to waste when we got a cosmic. Yeah, yeah, I was happy that it didn't cannibalize everything else. Because he could use them all in that way, which is very interesting to lead to interesting combinations. And of course, the next four movies he appears in, he could probably still have new combinations with how many alternatives there is. Yeah, why not, right? 
If they got the budget, why not? It, it, it was just a very solid show, and I'm interested to see the last movies of it just to see where it goes. And, of course, the Ultimate Versus movie, because that's another big uh, appearance for uh, Gintaro. Right. Because, of course, for that one, they've got the newest guy, the newest teams, Go Busters and Forza for the main ones. And also for the main ones, they've got Go Kaiger and uh, Decade for the big crossover groups. Right. So that should... Yeah, that should be... <laughs> Apparently, that movie set a world record for a number of stunt actors in a single scene. Oh, I'm not surprised. Uh, hopefully, it's not just people lining up. Hopefully, it's people running it each other of course there's, At there's least. that too the only thing that's disappointing is they didn't bring out all the rangers and riders oh that is disappointing i thought it was going to be everybody they, they, they got most of the rangers but they uh they didn't have i think the six with the exception of guy they didn't have the six rangers and there were two or three like special rangers they didn't have like maybe like uh like uh the uh the the, the go riders and stuff like you know the standout people right but still they had like between like 50 60 riders and uh 170 something rangers and on the other side a bunch of fodder with a few main villains you know that's a extensive lineup in one scene yeah yeah and that'll be definitely exciting to see uh i um wanna say i really like this show but i don't know there's a few things well i really did like this show but there are a few things that were a problem for me and it was the uh, pacing and... Oh, the pacing. Yeah, the pacing. You, you know, and I felt really, honestly, uh, the pacing didn't really bother me until we got to, like, episode 44, and I realized we only have the four or five more episodes left. It started, though, I felt, with good pacing, you know? You, you get your things. It's, it's two parts, but you started introducing new characters, new powers. It was, it was really rolling smoothly for a while there. Yeah, that, that whole first arc... Um, where it was just assembling the team was perfectly fine. It, it felt great to me. And then, you know, you start the next one and you start to learn who Scorpio is. You eventually do. You find out about the, you know, addictive nature of the switches, um, with... Yeah, the whole, the whole thing with the pace is, it's, it's a flaw with the, with the, uh, two episodes for every, every arc thing, you know? It's, it's the fact that, after a certain point, they they had to wrap up everyone else in like episode to episode to episode real quick, because they spent so many like eight to sixteen part episodes for the early guys. No, I, well, I, I'm not sure I entirely agree with that. I, I think the two episode um, format is a little bit of a problem, but the if if they weren't so constrained by stuff like that, I think they could have uh, occasionally relegated some people to one episode, some people to three episodes, and uh, more properly given time to certain characters who deserve it. I mean, the last Zodiac, the last horoscopes really got kind of screwed when you think about it in time. Right, but I, I mean, I mean, the first few they lasted forever, and there was a few background ones that did, but the, the the half of them just seemed like they just disappeared as soon as they appeared. See, but that's what I'm saying. They didn't need to stretch everybody out. Like I think Kijima lasted way too long, and um. Scorpio, I think Scorpio ended just right about at the right time, but um, I think they should have done less Zodiarts and, and maybe had the whole destruction of the uh, hole or the stones or whatever uh, in Kyoto happen sooner to to make things accelerate more quickly and just spread it out over the last like 14 episodes, all, all the ending stuff. I think if they would have just expanded it that way, it would have been a lot better. I would have enjoyed I mean, it more. I, I mean, with 12 of them... If you, you could have you could have made a Zodiac fight every four uh, last every four episodes, then everyone would have had four episodes if you, for all twelve and still get under under the forty eight, under the forty fifty episodes. Yeah, that's true. And you could have even had some be weaker and be um, finished quickly yeah. 
exactly. Yeah, you you have your you have them. Uh, they're all like main boss guys, but they have different levels to them, you know. And four, they slowly works his way up. I think, you know, with four episodes, you have you could have like a the main villain being there every episode for that four group. But like he like leads in some of his subordinates, which are weaker than him, and then move on to the next one. And their subordinates are stronger, but they're up there as well, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. So it's too bad. It's too bad that that problem occurred uh, it, it generally becomes the problem when you're when you're writing for a 50 episode show like even if you're the head writer with planning you know some people are just gonna write the episodes they want to write that's true but we- I, I mean how many series have you gone on where like uh something interesting happens and then it just doesn't mean anything no that that happens all the time uh, a great example would be uh if you've, if you've ever seen a uh, digimon a uh, uh, zero to the second series uh, oh i know where you're going <laughs> There were two very interesting parts that seemed to go nowhere, with something about what looked like a dark Cthulian god, and then another one about a band of uh, demons who interrupted the main villain's plan, but they never seemed to go anywhere. Yeah, they didn't. <laughs> and, and then that writer went on to write uh, Tamers, which became like one of the best series. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of interesting. He had his own dark plan that no one else wanted to follow, but then, but then they're like, you know what? We liked it, so you write it. Right. Yeah, unfortunately, I heard that one did uh, fairly poor in Japan. Tamers did. Which I can't believe because it's my favorite. I can't believe that either. I mean, I'd say Frontier did bad because they didn't do a series like three years after it. Right. But now they're continuing on, so. But once again, that's for another discussion. To, to, well, let's just make the Toei podcast and end it. Yeah. Not just we're 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 doing Power Rangers, and, uh, we're doing Super Sentai, we're even adding Common Rider at this point. Let's just add Metal Heroes, Digimon, Dragon Ball Z, and all that stuff, and just say we're the Toei podcast. I would love that. I think it'd be fantastic. It'd cover everything we already cover anyway, so it wouldn't change. It'd just add more stuff. And it would give me an excuse to uh, crack out my uh, Digimon DVDs. I mean. <laughs> VHSs. <clears throat> oh, speaking of, the first season's getting a DVD release soon. Yeah, I heard it. It should be coming out in a couple months, right? Something like that. My wallet. Why <laughs> are you doing this to me? Yeah. You're putting all of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles in one set this year. You're doing all Digimon in one set this year. I even heard they're doing uh, all the Magic School Bus in one set, and I'm nerdy oh. enough that I would actually watch that. Oh, I, I got to get Magic School Bus. That's great stuff. <laughs> uh, okay, real fast. Let's uh, let's wrap this up with what? where would you rank Forza? So you've seen... Name the... I've seen... I watched... I, I, I kind of started with... Uh, I I was following. I wanted to follow along, but I was behind, and D- D- O's was a little bit uh, in, so I thought, you know, I'll go back, I'll watch Decade since I had the crossover, and also watch a little bit of uh, Comrade Dragonite, but I still need to finish that. I watched uh, Decade, and I did that through uh, TV Nihon, and then I went to uh, to to Overtime for a double, and then O's, and I started Forza when it started, and then I went back and I tried a little bit of uh, Dino. I mean, it's it's fine for what it is, but it might be a little too silly for my taste. Right. It's 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 way too comedic, I think. And that and I would rather have a scrub of this because oh my god, the Japanese stop not translating things. I want to know things in English. Oh, I understand. Yeah, I guess uh Nihon is the only one who's done it, right? Yeah. Uh, after after watching their subs for Maji Ranger, ugh. <laughs> Never again. Well, we don't need to we don't need to bring them into this at the moment, right? Uh and no we don't, but uh I just want to say Obakachan Tachi, which means fools. That's the translator's note. Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> Untranslated and then translators don't. Anyways, uh, and I've also started watching a little bit of Kuga. I haven't had much time, so I'm only like a few episodes in, but it was interesting so far. But yeah, I, I can't, I can't dethrone Double. That was just a great series. I just love Double. That was my favorite commenter. But I don't know. Place up there, I mean, I, I liked both O's and Fours, and even Decade, even though it had its problems. Right. Man, they te- apparently they had to change that ending several times. <laughs> That's too bad. 
<laughs> the director's cut ending, now completely different. Which is a shame, because I thought that uh, pulling out the gun and shooting the character... But, you know, when they direct the movies, they don't care about the continuity, so... But, uh... I think I could rank it as a close second with uh, maybe uh, maybe O's. I did really enjoy O's. I mean, Edgy was a fun character. He's kind of like Gintar in a way. They're both just kind of out there, unusual characters compared to what you would expect. Because you expect Kamen Rider, you expect these uh, just, just crazed badasses who are just going to kick ass and take names. But they both are just pleasant guys who just fight because they have to. Right. Yeah, that, They're thrown into a situation so they help. Yeah, that is definitely something nice about the the character of Gintaro. He's the kind of guy you would love to be friends with. All right, well, I'm going to... I just wrote down uh, all the Kamen Rider I've seen. And really, I've completed uh, Black, which was great, Dragon Knight, Forze, and... I've seen all, like, up to episode 30 of uh, the original Kamen Rider. Oh, cool. And because I haven't finished the original, I can't... I'm, I'm going to include it, but not very... Uh, well, anyway, I would say Black's my number one. It's got to be the best. I just... I love it. It's fantastic. Um, That's good. And then after that, I'd rank um, the original. And then it's kind of a toss-up for me between Dragon Knight and Forza, because I feel like... Not that they're... I feel like they're comparable in some ways and not comparable in others. I mean, they're very yeah. kind of apples and oranges, and, you know, there's a lot of preference involved in judging between the two, because one's Japanese and one is American, and... Of course. I, I'm i not sure. I, I kind of want to judge it by, like, what would I want to rewatch, and I'm not sure I'd rewatch Forze, and I'm not sure I'd watch Dragon Knight. Which one am I more inclined to rewatch? To rewatch? Uh, I'm going to say, probably, out of the two of them, I'd want to watch rewatch Dragon Knight a little bit more than Forza. But the but the question is is that because you just came off of Forza or uh is that just really how you feel? I'm not sure cuz I kind of like after I finished Black, I kind of wanted to start it all over again. <laughs> <laughs> and um and we've I've, all had those moments. Yeah, and I I've watched a couple episodes of the original Kamen Rider a couple like, you know, a second time. Um, but I don't really rewatch anymore. I kind of just move on to the next thing. So I'm not sure. I, it's kind of hard for me to place Forza, but out of the four I've seen, you know, complete everything that's available, I would say I'd, it's somewhere between three and four. So, and, and I really like Dragon Knight, and I don't understand all the all the complaints about it. Um, it it's better than almost any other season, any season of Power Rangers I've ever seen. Uh, I think, uh, <laughs> honestly. Um, and I'm not sure if that's just because writer appeals to me more or what, but that's... It could be. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're completely different styles. Yeah, they are completely different styles, and I think Kamen Rider kicks Super Sentai's ass, but, uh, you know, that's just me. Well, of course they <laughs> kick Super Sentai's ass. Their whole thing is writer kicks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but we'll see how that fight goes very soon, hopefully. Yes. Yes, please. Although they are kind of outnumbered. Yeah, a little bit, but it doesn't matter because they're more powerful anyway. <laughs> I'm sure Rider One could take out, um, you know, most any uh, modern Sentai with ease. Except for the fact that when I remember watching uh, one of the clips of the movie being uh, Gokai Red taking on the entire original Seven Riders at the same time. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, well, it should be fun. Oh god! You know what? And then of course I saw one scene of uh, Decade fighting uh, the Go Busters all at once. No, I gotta say, marvelous. I'm. He he might be able to do it just because he's marvelous. Oh, no one could deny that that man is marvelous. <laughs> if anyone could take the powers of everyone and fight with him, it's him. Yeah, I, I cannot disagree with that one bit. He's, uh, well, he's marvelous. That's all. That's all you can really say about him. That's, that's all you need to say. <laughs> do you think, uh, 
<laughs> do you think we're gonna get that? Just I, I, we're done. We're done with Forze. Um, so yeah. let's let's go off a little bit. Do you wanna you wanna speculate? You think they're gonna use Marvelous at all in the twentieth uh, anniversary? I mean, the name Marvelous. <laughs> I don't know, but I would love that. I mean, that that's a name that 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 stretches across all that stretches across the American culture from Japanese. I mean, Captain Marvelous is just a great name for the Red Ranger. I think. Oh, I, me too. There'd be no need to change. It. Heck, I think they could. I think they could grab the, the guy who played Bosco. I mean, he speaks perfect English, and then you could just dub over him in the few episode scenes that you want to re- redo without a uh, refilming. Yeah, I think that would be a smart move. Save you money, and he's a good actor, as far as I could tell. Yeah, I think I think that would be an interesting way to take that. Oh, uh, um, I think I'm gonna break uh, break the fourth wall or whatever and do. Ask a question for you guys to take on in uh, feedback. Uh, what is the deal with people hating Ghost Go-Busters and talking about how the acting is bad and stuff like that? Have you heard that yet? Uh, no, but that's a very interesting question. And and, and um, can you tell the difference between you know your average you know so-so actor, Japanese actor, when it's when when an American is watching it, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, for me, it's it's a very interesting thing. Like, uh, I normally didn't notice good or bad acting at first. I'll tell you when I first. I think I, I can first remember noticing. I was watching uh, the the 35th anniversary movie, 199, and, and, and there was that scene where they had that 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 little kid with with the dingy man robot. Arigato! It's like. Oh, my brain! The bad acting exploded my brain! That entire kid was... That kid is responsible for why I'm starting to notice bad acting. Because it was just such horrible delivery. I was like, do, I just started thinking, do all people do this? I gotta start listening closer. And that's when I noticed uh, Escape. It's like, not so much later on... I haven't seen the new epi- newest episode, number 27, I believe it was. But at least for the first episode or two, she really seemed like she was just bored. Like, she didn't care. I mean, I know some people could say, "Oh, they're supposed to see badass and not give a shit," but that just seemed more like she didn't know what to, how to feel in a scene. Just like I'm just going to read this dialogue. Well, fortunately, um, we're spared escape in 27, so you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> on, on the other side, though, I, I am enjoying the the kind of silliness of uh, Inter. He can have moments of badassery, moments of silliness, and he just kind of moves back and forth, and it's and. And it's not bad acting with his silly, crappy French. That's just supposed to be what the character does. No, yeah, I, I totally get that. I, I can't bl- I can't blame acting on a lack of pronunciation. Right, yeah, that's that's silly. I mean, he, he's from some digital land. I assume he's connected to the internet. He probably just gets uh, just crummy American pronunciations anyways of, he, of French. He's like the Frenchman from Matrix 2, <laughs> right? <laughs> uh... A, I'm just thinking. I, he just makes me think of uh, of uh, of uh, the the dubbed version of Polner F from uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure: Bridged with the I am doing a crappy French accent. Me. Uh, I'm not. I'm not familiar with that. So sorry. Eh, I have a lot of references people aren't familiar with. It's fine. I've accepted my lot in life. All right. Well, I guess with that we should um, wrap it up, right? Uh, unless you want to start talking, uh, speculating about wizard. Sure, we can do a little bit of wizard. Uh, I think it's going to be awesome, just based upon the looks. And I didn't have that confidence going into Forze. Oh, oh, Forze was a drastic change. I mean, you can kind of see... I mean, they've been moving from the bug thing for a while now. But uh, the space shuttle look was a bit different. It appealed to me, but because I've always found stuff like uh, space travel fascinating and... uh, I've always been a kind of studying that myself, but uh, it worked for me, although I didn't notice for a long time, but those uh, what are supposed to look like antennas on his helmet, mm-hmm. for the kind of uh, bug look, kind of referencing back to that, it kind of makes it look like he's got angry eyebrows. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that a lot, and that's funny. 
<laughs> it's like he's just looking agitated all the time. It, it looks even worse in Cosmic. Uh, he looks really, I mean, he looks almost evil there. Uh, but yeah, I, I really do agree. The design is great. I mean, it's 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 way different, but in a good way. I, I kind of like the nod to Maj Ranger with the capish look. Yeah, you you could say that. I I think although although he kind of looks like Neo went to magic school for the <laughs> Matrix. Yeah. This this is Neo in Harry Potter. Whoa, I know magic. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that. Uh, he, he looks like he's got some interesting forms and uh, some spells from what we've seen. Yeah, I'm really and, excited. And the, 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 the amount of detail we see is amazing. Like, did you see his boot? He has a magical c- circle on his boot. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I hope for when, that... For when he does the giant magic kick. Yeah, I hope it projects a circle around and then he kicks on it. And, or, like, it, it goes on. It gets kind of like Fize did when, when he would do the, uh, the slash. I, well, this and is basically Fies too. Yeah, potentially. I'm, I'm hoping. I, 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 I'm not saying that by story, but I mean the fact that if there wasn't a Fies, this would be called Fies. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> Double O's for this Fies. Yeah. Now, do you know? I've heard people say that that's like a rumor, and I've also heard people say this is a, a like a non-official thing that the second writer's gimmick is modified into the next series writers. Uh, gimmick, oh, that'd what, be interesting. And if you think about it, with um, the way Ryusei was using the planets to power up or, you know, to, like, modify his punch, kind of enchant his punch, you could say that uh, Wizard's doing the same thing with his rings, right? Uh, uh, perhaps. I, I, I like the rumor of uh, the second rider being Commodore Dice. Yeah, that that, that would be cool. Although, um, Dice is not a card game, so he might have cards then, even though he's called Dice. Well, you know, you could use actual Dice for weapons. No, that's like a, true. He, like he, he's a, he's a, he's a hero of chance. Whatever he rolls, he has to do. No, that would be awesome to see. <laughs> and he can, have, he can have like at least one that's like a backfire that just blows up in his face. Oh, I I think that would be hilarious. Although he'd be one of those kind of people that probably like rigs the dice like where he throws it away, it spins just right to land where he wants. Well, maybe, but <laughs> maybe the uh, the cosmic uh, force behind the eclipse wouldn't allow that to happen. Uh, no, no, no. His his upgraded fo- form is called Commander Loaded Dice. That would be cool. He can just roll, he can just roll whatever he wants. He yeah, he, the dice. That would be awesome. And he'd have a win every time. Uh, that might be a little too on the nose, though. Nah, I, I think that would be a, a nice move. Or maybe he could have that as like an, a different alternate form. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's so many interesting things they could do with this. I mean, you got magic. I mean, t- t- uh, tell me you would not like to see for Comrade Across Super Sentai if they brought Magic Ranger back for the team up. Oh, that would be cool. Uh, tell me that would not be the perfect team-up, though. I mean, all the rangers are there, but they're the main focus, because it's a magical enemy or something. Right, and think about how they did that with um, Decade and Gokaiger. <laughs> the that anniversary works. seasons, exactly. I mean, there's so many things they could do. And they could bring back Forza if they ever do a space, Sentai. Yeah, that would or be they, they could just pull out the Mega Ranger suit to say it's a crossover with Power Rangers in space. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just wishful thinking at that point. <laughs> Then again, it's Toei, and they like money, so who knows? Yeah, I mean, money's always good, right? They'll just, they'll just get the bond uh, distribute in America so they can get more money. <laughs> dub over, uh, dub over Forza or something. Oh, that'd be cool. Oh, <laughs> uh, let me see. Um, about Wizard. Uh, did you do you ever talk about how you were feeling about the uh, the claw monsters or whatever? The what monsters? The his little animal friends. Oh, there's always little things. Like, I mean, we had the uh, little robotic buddies and that one, and we had a, a f- uh, we had the mechanical things that you know helped them out in uh, O's. I can't remember anything particularly buddy like in uh in Double, but you know, 
that was a pretty dark series. I, I guess you could say like like the uh, the 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 Fang guy memory was one of those things. But for the most part, yeah. another an older one would be like from Hibiki the discs. Those were cool. They had little disc. I animals. think they just try to add little nods to children that they can enjoy. You know. Yeah, I mean they they look they look decent enough, and hopefully they're. I, I I'm sure. Well, I'm really hoping we see legitimate use of them. It's just kind of interesting. They add just enough adult stuff that kids can't watch it in America, but they add just enough childish stuff that adults, that your average adult won't care. Right. <laughs> Which makes it hard to adapt if you don't plan it out carefully. Yeah, that's true. I I think they need to, if Saban does use the Power Rider, um, they're going to have to try to skew it a little older. Yeah, I, I, that or they're just going to have to go for fourth, because that's the one I could see being most appropriate for kids. Yeah, I can see that too. I mean, mostly more adult stuff is uh, on the uh, actor side, anyways. Right. Although you know, it's it's just how Japan is. I mean, look at a show like uh, Shinchan. It's a show that they had to make an adult dub just to get it to an adult audience. Otherwise, they'd have to censor it to death just to make it a kid show. Right. Which I admittedly do like uh, the adultified dub. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I've uh, I've seen a little bit of it. It's all right. It's definitely amusing to me. The uh, little crossover with Forze was fun. Oh, yes, they've been doing crossovers with them for a while. Like, uh, I think they had one for uh, O's as well. Oh, really? <laughs> I, I, th- I think it was O's. It was one of them. They, they, it wasn't the first time that uh, Shin Chan did a crossover with Kamaru. No, it was, uh, I think it might have been uh, Deno, yes. <laughs> I'm sure that was a train wreck. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know why, but <laughs> to- uh, I guess just Toei likes money. It's a simple answer. Yeah. Uh, so did you have a chance to check out what some of the new rings are? that we are aware of? I've seen a few. I mean, I see the one where he makes a giant hand, and I, I've seen the one where he clones himself, and he's got that uh, magical sword gun thing that, that Japan yeah, seems like. There's a, there's a defense ring that'll give him a shield, and a liquid ring to turn him into water like um, Bio Rider from Black RX, which is cool. Or you could, or you could say it's like uh, Aquarius. Oh, that's true, too. And then, th- this is a weird one, a sleep ring. It makes you fall asleep. That, that, that'd be great for so- insomnia. Uh, I guess, but who's going to take it off of you? Uh, you probably have a friend pull it off when you're ready, to, just tell him when you want to get woken up. Yeah, that's, that's going to be weird to see. <laughs> that could that um, be a good trap for enemies. Make them weird. Uh, that would be cool. It's like, instead of just killing them, you could just like uh, knock them out and throw them in prison. <laughs> oh, or knock them out and then kill them. <laughs> true, true. I, I, I don't know enough about the writer to make that judgment. We'll see what kind of uh, moral <laughs> standing he has. Because yeah. it just seems to vary depending upon character, of course. Yeah, definitely. And of course, uh, apparently, I've heard he has a dirt bike for his uh, motorcycle. Yeah, the, yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's definitely a dirt bike. It looks great, I think. I'm surprised Toei doesn't get lazy and just give him uh, one of those Modular Ranger brooms. Yeah, you know, the um, he has a bloom ring, which I'm sure is supposed to be a broom ring that allows him to fly, but I don't know if it makes the bike fly or what, because it turns into that dragon, so maybe he uses the broom bloom ring on it and it makes it maybe fly. every time he summons that dragon uh four of the maji rangers are transformed into it they're just sitting at home eating tea drinking tea or something watching tv and then suddenly sucked right into the dragon it's funny if you if you look at it you can tell it definitely becomes the bike you know <laughs> that's that was a nod back to uh to maji ranger where they where the four had to transform into maji dragon like everyone but the red ranger i that's interesting. Which which made Gokaiju very interesting once you find this out because it's like, are they literally just so many of the Rangers from across the planet to become that dragon, or is it just uh, they have the powers they created? Oh, yeah, that is funny. Yeah, I think I heard you guys talk about that in one of the first episodes with uh, Gokaiju. It's just an interesting little uh, bit of trivia there. 
I, I can't help but read it at Modulator because I watched it recently and I really enjoyed it and I think, you know, they'd be the perfect crossover. Yeah, that'd be cool if we got to see something I, I like guarantee that. you, even if it doesn't happen, someone at Toei is going to mention it at a meeting at one point. Oh, it, sure. It's too obvious not to at least make note of. Alright, what, um, anything else on Wizard? Uh, I, I think we mostly covered everything, but just, you know, we have to wait and see how it goes. I'm hopeful, but, you know, just, we won't know for a little while. Yeah, I, I'm not sure why, um... With Forza, I, I remember I had the attitude of, well, well, I'll watch it and I'll see how I feel about it. But with Wizard, I feel really strongly like it's going to be good. Maybe it's just because I like the way it looks. I have a good feeling know. about it. Okay, well, I, I think that about does it. All right, I'll catch you later, Colton. It's time for me to sit back and listen to you and Kuhan doing the feedback. The Kamen Rider Wizard premiere is next week, so let's all uh, enjoy that. It should be good stuff. Pez out. Thanks, Matt. Matt. Matt? Can I call you Matt? I, I'm going to ask you later if I can call you Matt, but uh, I'm going to call you Matt for now. <laughs> Thanks, Matthew. Um, let's, uh, it's time now for, uh, for feedback. And uh, our first tweet comes from... Uh, Does it come from a twit? comes from Professor Ware, who you may think is a twit. And he's, I don't think he's a twit. I just asked if it was from a twit. There's a difference. He, think, he says, I, I think Beat Buster Suit Actor was also Zubans. Those two and Magiello are like a Tripartite, tripartite. I don't know that word. Tri- tripartite. So I don't know. Whatever. Tripartite. Tri- tri- maybe. Uh, Steezy Rangers ninety seven really enjoyed our live podcast. Hope to see more in the future. So do I. Uh, I just need to upgrade my computer in the near future. So maybe that I can, <laughs> maybe I can, I can finally stream without something without something crashing and screwing up. So you and me both. We need new computers. Um. Uh. Jose, Professor Ware also said, I think uh, Archie Cow would return for the Lost Galaxy tribute. Danny Slavin is a lawyer who has distanced himself from the series. Uh, I don't remember mentioning Danny Slavin return. I think because we, we had that, that, that email last time about who we'd like to return. I don't think I mentioned Danny Slavin. I'm pretty sure I said it would be either Archie or, uh, or, or, or uh, Archie who played Kai or, or the guy who played Damon, whose name I can't remember right now. Um, because I think because Danny Slavin has retired, but also technically, you know, uh, his his Sentai counterpart Ginga Red had retired, and he came back to to do the you know one cameo. So, plus I I think Spawn's willing to put the big books out for the Red Rangers to return. Yeah, Ethan said so much Tommy in this show. You win this round, Nyman Colton. Hope, but I will return. <laughs> I hope it'll drive you away. It's just. We're Tommy fanatics. He that's, made us that's into also, the man we are today. It's also when I when I convinced him to to get a new mic for when he inevitably shows up on the show for possibly Mystic Force and or Jungle Fury. Um, uh, 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 Professor Professor Ware Jose Cuevas also said we should get a Tommy tribute where the Rangers change to all five of Tommy's forms. Here's 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 a question: Does does Muzard usually play with Gokaya while you record? Actually. Not that often, but sometimes. <laughs> it just depends. Oh, gosh. Like, I, I remember early on during the show when I first got my Mobirats, I kept just playing with it in the middle of the show. Just randomly, like, you'll hear screaming sounds with it. Mobirats. Uh, he also... Uh, he, he Mobilets, whatever. Well, mo, 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 mobile pirates, mobirats, mobilets would both be accurate. Um, but I prefer mobirats. It, it carries the joke 
better, I think. Yeah, you know, doesn't care. The I mean, I mean, mobile. It could be mobile plus chocolate. You know, you know, doesn't care. The joke though is Moby rats. Uh he, he also said he also mentioned mobile that, rats. Bitch. He also mentioned that uh, that that's we should uh, have episode guides, and then I convinced him to do them, and so now he will be doing episode guides for SentaiRangers dot com. Fantastic. He asked if if I wanted if we wanted separate. Uh, he said I'll start with Alien Rangers, then work backwards from Samurai. Which I'm like, all right, if you want to do that, that's whatever. I guess because Alien Rangers is the shortest, so he can get that first season out. Um, he said, do you want a separate guide for the reversion? And I was like, uh, I was like, it it. I mean, I said uh, my response was, uh, hold on, I said no, the reversion just season one again. And his response was, this episode is the same as it was, but plastered with radical comic effects. That should be the entire guide. I, I, this is the following episodes, and they look like a, cra- a crappy remake for a comic or something. Uh, Brittany Ann Pertle says, "Here, here's this. This is this is an actual question." Uh, Brittany Ann Pertle says, "All samurai characters will have closure and development by season's end." What do you think, Colton? Well, I'm not sure if uh, the newest member of the group will have closure because that's probably gonna be like five, six episodes. Listen, but, uh... all, all I'm saying is they're gonna have to have like they got what ten episodes left to to start developing them and then add closure <laughs> i i get i i'm not as down on the samurai as you are i'm a no, no, no. I'm, I'm not i'm not like that it, down it, but they didn't really do much soul. character development in the season at all i guess um he's he uh ethan daniels asked if uh the cast of megaforce looks somewhat identical to the cast of samurai and we say yes uh not extremely, but I can see where they're going for. It's like it's like they had boxes to fill, and they filled up the same boxes as last time. It's white, white dude, red ranger, black dude, blue ranger, blonde chick, yellow ranger. Couldn't they have switched it up? I mean, I mean, look, look, look at, look at, look at Ghostly Red. You could have totally just said it. Could have just gave it the uh, the uh, the Trini excuse and just had it be a woman. I said, uh, here's hoping Megaforce Blue isn't identical to Samurai Blue. He said, but if he is, we now have someone to play Goku in Saban's DBZ alongside Najita. <laughs> we have a, we have a running joke that because since since Saban had uh, got the rights to Air Kai uh, on television that um, that that they'd redub it with Naji Detiege as Vegeta. So oh oh another piece of news uh, we forgot to mention uh, uh, Vortex is starting this week oh, this weekend this weekend all right so people watch Vortex Lost Galaxy is going to be on at eight a.m. I believe it's the first episode of Lost Galaxy. It's going to start there. Eight, I assume it's going to start there. Eight in the morning. It'd be a dick move if they started twenty-seven episodes in. And when I guess when we say when we say is going to start, we probably mean started three weeks ago. Um, <laughs> I get it because we can't put episodes. But time. but more more likely yesterday or a little a, a few days ago, hopefully depending on how how quickly I can get this released. Um, get it done fast, man. Uh, get caught up. Dial FAQ uh, said uh, he had much respect for. For Kamen Rider Pez's choice of fandoms, Digimon plus Power Rangers equals awesome. Seconded. Kid Flash DBN disagrees with our thoughts about Escape. She has been in other shows and was good. Uh, uh, she can't have a bad day. Yes. Yeah, or she, uh, bad, uh, bad gear. Yeah, show. We, we haven't doubted that she was, she, she was good in other shows. And, and we did we did mention that she has been getting better in, in the last few episodes. Uh, just, uh, you know, in her, in her first episode or two, she... She wasn't very good. Like it, it happens. Kind of bland. It happens. Yeah, characters. Maybe she was. Maybe she was. Maybe she. Maybe she was out of her comfort zone. Maybe she was supposed to be playing bland and she wasn't. Uh, or maybe she was supposed to be playing bland and she wasn't really. She was playing it too bland. We don't really know. But uh, 
she wasn't she was a uh, you know, maybe maybe she'll she's like she she seems to be getting better, and maybe maybe we'll like her more by the end. She just uh, is, uh, enter came out just just really great as a villain immediately, and escape was was kind of not. slow start. Yeah, so so you know, and plus she still has to compete with enter as a villain. Exactly, exactly. So, um, <laughs> let's see. We also have uh, we have you saying you're a pain in the ass. Uh, what do we think of the Megaforce cast? I guess we already answered that. Um, I think I think that's about it uh, for our for our tweets. We didn't get uh, any emails. I don't think, as far as I can, as far as I know, we I didn't get a I didn't get a message about any new emails. So I don't think we have any new emails. Nobody left a f- two people liked our Facebook our Facebook post about hey guys send us emails, but neither of them sent put a comment. On, on the Facebook post asking questions. So um, that's how life is. I said, hey, guys, leave your, leave your tweets, emails, and comments. And they both liked it. And I'm like, okay. They, they both like the idea of other people leaving tweets and comments. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, actually, I think one of them was Jose. So he, he definitely had, had, had a jun- bunch of tweets on this episode. So uh, that's it for this episode of Pocket Center Power Rangers. Colton, if people want to send their tweets to the show, where do they send those? Uh, I believe uh, at Sentai Rangers. That's right. And if people want to send emails, do you remember the new email address? Uh, contact at SentaiRangers.com. That is spelled? Uh, C-O-N-T-A-C-T at S-E-N-T-A-R-A-N-G-E-R-S dot C-O-M. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you spelled that right. It's, you know, there's a little uh, bit of... I slept for four hours. I, I can't be sure of my spelling right now. There's a little bit of slurring in there, but uh, actually... Uh, I think I'm I'm gonna put, get get podcast. I'm gonna do podcast at com as well soon, so that so that we can say podcast as uh, podcast at, and then accidentally say diizex and be like, no, wait, hold on. Um, but <laughs> even even that's wrong, actually. Podcast at because because that's there's a convention now. Um, if you want to go check us out on Facebook, that's facebook.com slash Sentai Rangers. Uh, we're Sentai Rangers everywhere now. Sentai Rangers is our brand. Uh, you can go to SentaiRangers.com and see the news there. There's also a contact form on SentaiRangers.com. You can go to SentaiRangers.com slash sponsor and sponsor the podcast. We didn't get any sponsors this episode. Uh, so, you it, know. It's our brand, but is it our Saban brands? Uh, you can also go to SentaiRangers.com slash uh, podcast to find this 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 show. And um, uh, we also we recently we finished we finally finished the fan sub guide. Uh, it's obviously it's never finished until everything's subbed, and even then I'm sure other people subbing other resubbing things. But uh, but it's finished. It's it, it's finished in in the sense that it's up and it's it's constantly being updated with with new with new episodes that are as they're released. I think Mask Man Seven was released today as of as of our recording. Uh, and, and uh, Zoo Rangers thirty two. Yeah, okay, and Zoo Ranger thirty two. Uh, and also, you know, there's 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 a there's a there's a guide for Super Sentai, a guide for Common Rider, a guide for Metal Heroes, and then there's a guide for fan sub groups. Uh, so you can know who's subbing what. Um, and uh, and and you know, we we tell you we we don't tell you which ones to to watch, uh, when which ones not to watch. But uh, I think I think by listening to this show. You know not to watch Skewed Studios or TV Nihon. Uh, but, I'm just uh, saying, we live in America, so English. You know, you know personal, pre- that's preference. Just un- Unless you just really like it when characters say Obaka-chan-tachi. 
oh, I wanted to punch someone or my computer or someone into my computer when I saw that. Um, and uh, It made me angry with rage. Uh, as opposed to angry with joy? Exactly. She she heals my Pokemon, but then she says, I want to see you again, basically. And it's like, you bitch, you want my Pokemon to get hurt so I can go see you again. I know I'm awesome, but you're selfish with your love. Maybe she wa- maybe she wants to date you, and you're just you're just being a dick. I don't know. Maybe she's just into my Pokemon. I saw how she used that thermometer on them. Uh, I think I think that's it. You can yeah. I gave out the email, the Twitter, the Facebook. Uh, you can you can check out our our threads on Ranger Board and uh, and on on uh, the Green Lantern Corps message boards. Uh, leave comments, by the way, on our, on our, on our posts on, on, on centimeters.com. Um, and like I said, like I said earlier in the show, we're looking for, we're looking for news writers. So, uh, so send us emails to contact at centimeters.com if you're interested in writing for the, for the site. Uh, if you can keep up with the news, if you can write proper grammar, uh, cause the problem is that, uh, that I have trouble keeping up with the news and Colton is too lazy to write and, uh, pretty much. And Kamen Rider, uh, Matthew, Matthew can't seem to get into the site for some reason. I need to figure out what's wrong with that. And Anthony also doesn't want to write, so all he really does is, is translate. And- he, has, he, 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 he translates Sentai, so we cannot blame him. For right, that's, that's, the, that's the thing. See, Colton is completely replaceable. Anthony translates for us, so we can't, uh, you know, he's, he's irreplaceable. I'm the co-founder! And I'm a college student, damn it. I have to do college. So Colton's replaceable, but Anthony, Anthony's completely replaceable because he has to because we need him to translate if we don't understand because we don't understand Japanese. But but Naim, I'm the heart. I'm the Mati of the group. Uh Mati was useless. So uh, Heart! You son of a bitch. Heart! Uh you know, you know, I don't know why people say he's useless. He had the power to fucking read minds of animals. Take that bastard with his monkey to a gambling arena, have his monkey sit behind the person you're playing. I can sense your cards. Um, so uh, I think I think that's that's it. Uh, I feel like there's something else I wanted to say, but I can't remember it now. Uh, crap, crap. Oh, right. Personal Twitters. You can follow me on Twitter at Kuhan. You can follow Colton on Twitter at Musard. Colton got a Twitter. That's why podcast. That's why episode thirty six was called Colton Gets a Twitter. Uh, so I, I think we recorded that before I got a Twitter, though. We recorded it before you got a Twitter, but it, but. But I also told you to get a Twitter eighteen times in the end of that near the end of the episode. So, um, it works. So yeah, follow, now, I shall, now I shall eat this taco. Follow me at Colton. Follow, follow me at Colton. Follow me at Kuhan. Follow Colton at Muzard. That's M E W Z A R D. It's Mu plus Charizard, which is kind of funny because mine is Goku plus Gohan. His is Mu Mewtwo plus Charizard. We're nerds. So, but see, mine is less because like it's sure as Dragon Ball Z, but Kuhan sounds like a regular name. It actually is. There's people in the world named Kuhan. Whereas Muzard, you see Mew and you basically think Pokemon. And then you see the Zard and it's like, oh, yeah, Charizard. So uh, yours is just dorky. Maybe mine refers to a cat and my love for the band Zard. Uh, Think about that. You mean the the J-pop band Zard? Maybe. You don't know. Even that's, That's almost worse. Um, the J-pop band Zard, by the way, who released yeah, yeah, nine. who did don't a, you see who did yes don't you see which was uh, the an oh, an ending right for, for for Dragon Ball GT yes it was that was the joke yeah like, don't okay. you see yeah I, I know I was I was pointing out to our to our less Dragon Ball inclined fans um so until next time 
May the power protect you. And rock on. In three. Oh wait, we 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 do have the news of a. Uh, oh, oh, we do have the news of the whole. Uh, wait, hold on, wait. What just Super happened? Sa- Super Samurai airing it. Uh. No, 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 no. Did you just choke on a peanut or something? No. You said you said we do have the news of. Oh, oh, god. We uh, actually, I just, of- I just had something to drink, and I guess it went down the wrong pipe. Uh, we. <laughs> Of Super Samurai airing in Latin America? In fact, they've already reached the female Red Ranger. I want to I wanna make a video now, a YouTube video, where one of the Ghostbusters calls another one, and it's like, call mode! And then starts talking, it's like, call dropped! And then it's called, Ghostbusters get AT&T. Or, Com- <laughs> or Comcast, whichever, whichever one's the better joke at the time. I prefer to go on. Uh, no, go bust. Ers. Oh, I, I'd love to go bust, bust but you know, go. then the women get mad at you, and then you get thrown out of the bathroom, and oh, then it goes bad down from there. Have you? Do you watch um, Breaking Bad? Uh, no, I don't. But I have heard of it. Did you watch Malcolm in the Middle? No. No, you never, Mal- you never watched Malcolm in the Middle. Nope, I was more uh, Malcolm at the beginning. No, Mal- seriously, Malcolm in the Middle was like one of the greatest comedies of all time. If you say so. I just need to close the door, Chris. Hiccups. Anyways, Brian Cranston, the dead on Malcolm in the Middle and the main character in Breaking Bad. Uh, two very different roles, by the way. Uh... Early on in his career, he uh, didn't have much. He didn't have much money, and so he did a lot of voiceover work, including work for Power Rangers. Uh, and oh. apparently, they'd pay like fifty bucks an hour, and he'd go on for like two to three hours at a time. So, like that, you know, it was a pretty good, pretty good day's work. Right. Um, and so, uh, and so, like he was, he was saying this in an, in an interview for for Breaking Bad because you know he's like one of the biggest stars on television right now, um, and. Apparently, Billy was named after him, Billy Cranston. Of course, I knew that. Yeah.
And I didn't know who who he was by that person, but I did know about the Brian Cranston, Billy Cranston thing. Oh, and I was going to say something. Uh, oh, yeah. Nine, you want to start watching uh, Super Samurai in uh, Spanish? Por qué? Exactly. We can, we can just do the reviews now and not have to worry about the English version. <laughs> we'll just pretend <laughs> we know what they're saying. Hola, señoras y señoritas. Es el tiempo para, para Power Rangers Super Samurai. Bien. Pues esto... Pues esto episodio, esto episodio uh, tiene, te, 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 tenía, tenía uh, uh, Mike y, y, y uh, Jaden en un predicamento. No, I'm, I'm sensing it disturbs the force, like all of our Hispanic fans have just left. It's fine, we're not, we're not, this part isn't going to the episode. Actually, it probably is, but um... No, look, you know, I was actually trying to speak Spanish there. Tenia, tenia, yeah. it, it contained Mike and, and Jaden. I, I probably wasn't very good Spanish, but... Uh, I'll give you an A for effort. Yeah, I... But like in was, school, it's an F for result. It, it was, in fact, Spanish. It just was It was a kind of broken. It was like, you know, it was like a, an eight-year-old speaking Spanish. I say we should do that. We should do the entire review also in Spanish. I'll call Matthew. Screw you. He can speak Spanish vaguely. I'm pretty sure he can. Better than better than you can, at least. Oh, definitely. Uh, no, like he he's he's a Japanese child speaks better Spanish than I do. His is, his. I mean, his is, is pretty broken too. I'm pretty sure he grew up here. Um, like like his, it sounded like like a uh, uh, por qué no cuando. Well, so. It doesn't mean he can't speak Spanish. It just means he doesn't have the accent. Well, I, he also said his Spanish wasn't very good, but uh, but it was it was fine. Anyways, did he say he was like a Hispanic Jew or something? Well, yeah, Matt, his his name is Munoz and he is Jewish. Hmm. I'm sure I'm sure his his dad or something moved here from from Mexico. <clears throat> All right, in three, two, one. <laughs>